0: Welcome back to Awkward and Black Guys. It's been a minute. It is now 2021 and Justin is dancing.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie, I just figured out some new stuff in our uh, Zoom. I just figured Both out how to did. do a filter. My skin looks so smooth. I look like one of those um, you know, and they have um those Nilo Sudanese people with the the, the fucking smooth ass dark skin, one tone. <laughs> Lucky yeah. chocolate motherfuckers, them yeah. But- bastards. Yeah, I feel like one of them. Ooh. You're
0: so funny.
1: You're like I feel good. Right. Yeah, I feel like one of them South Sudanese motherfuckers.
0: Just feel just chocolate in this bitch. I like it. You're so funny. Also, hopefully, you guys can uh, hear us better because we are using mics. So I actually have had my mic for the longest time because I do YouTube videos. But this is the first time I'm using it to record on the podcast. Justin also picked up a mic. What are you doing?
1: Look like, I look like a chocolate boy. Yeah? I look sweet.
0: As you can see, he's really excited for this. Like, he's really excited for the zoom filter that he has that makes him look extra yeah. smooth.
1: Look how the them look sweet, Nagy. Look how the looking sweet. I like it. <sighs> Yeah, you know, I just realized that, like, we really do sound stupid in Toronto. I'm not gonna lie. Like, like I just. You're the
0: one who's going I, on and on. It's not me. No, hold, on,
1: hold on. I don't even want to say you sound stupid, but it's like, what? I saw that video the other day where people talk about how, um, I think it was For Y'all Entertainment with, um, what's their names? It was For you Entertainment and Dormtainment. And yeah. they, were, they were making fun of us, talking about how we sound like chipmunks. We really do. Like, I just got excited for five seconds, and it's like, yo, I'll see you all the mind if I doing Like, we really do sound like fucking. So i not but it's whatever i respect it it's our culture we got to own every part of it so it's fine it's been a while man it's been a while since we've been back yes i got a new mic um i found a lighter version on my camera so you can see me so that's beautiful um and um yeah that's 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 what happened i love this filter so much
0: i'm just gonna put it out there that i'm not using a filter only he is (laughs)
1: I don't give a shit. I feel like an Instagram baddie. What do you
0: do? What are you doing with your mouth?
1: You know, everything just looks everything looks bliss. I get why these Instagram things like this bullshit. I get it. I get it. Okay. Um <clears throat> let's start. Yes. Um shit, I don't even I just got into some bullshit. Actually, I was just watching Drumline. I'm not gonna lie. I was just watching Drumline. I was waiting for you for two hours. I was watching Drumline and I want You were say, not
0: waiting for me for two hours. Okay. You waited for me for thirty waited minutes.
1: For, you for thirty. For minutes, thirty but, minutes. That's not but, two hours. Okay. Okay. So you, you know. You know what it is. I'm used to getting up at a certain time on the weekends, but I got up nine o'clock on a Saturday. For what reason I do not understand. So Saturday. Today, it's I Sunday. You see you see? Okay. So you make you prove my point altogether. Okay. The weekend is mine. I don't have to go back to work till Monday. So I got up at nine o'clock on a Sunday, not going to church. Cause I just don't do that for no reason at all. And I just feel like from nine o'clock till 1230, was me waiting for you. So me showering, me eating, me getting ready. That doesn't make like any that sense. Was all a part of we were the process. supposed to film at twelve. It it I was 30 minutes
0: late because of the fact sense. that I woke up late. But that doesn't mean you were waiting for me since nine because we weren't recording at nine. So you waking up at nine has to. nothing to do with me. That, that's everything to do with you, which is very strange because normally it's me who wakes up at nine. When's, I think you're taking on my sleeping time? habits. And when's don't ask me this on time last time someone drop kick me or box me in my neck. Okay. Okay. Or my chest, or whatever it is that you're about to say.
1: want to know? Um, no, but I was watching Drumline, and Drumline is, it really aged well. So what I mean by that is, like, like a lot of those, like, white savior movies, the Freedom Riders, whatever, whatever, Dangerous Minds, didn't really age mm-hmm. well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even, even a lot of the dance movies, because the early 2000s, that's what it was. It was the white savior and dance movies. Like, everyone dancing to Save direct Center. And I know Drumline's not really a dance movie, but Drumline was, like, one of the first, like, not one of the first, but it was the Black college movie. And then after that, they had a bunch of them that incorporated. Like, Drumline was the drums. Then they had the one that incorporated the dancing. Remember that? Yeah, they I had, remember. They had, like, a bunch of them, and they were all in the South. But Drumline really did age well. Like, I, I got to watch the B2K. You got served. Double-check that one, too. But Drumline aged well. Like, Nick Cannon did good in that movie. I, was I haven't seen
0: Drumline since I think it came out, to be honest. It's on Disney. And it's really, I don't really like, you know what? It. I got
1: to... <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell, um, I gotta tell, I gotta tell my sister and my brother in law to put my niece on it because every time I see my niece, I always like to put her on game and show her a movie that's like of age. And because it's on Disney, it's PG. So I gotta let her know. And I didn't realize that, um, Zoe Saldana was in that movie. I actually did not realize that until well, that
0: I knew. I was
1: rewatching it here. I was like, it's. You know what the thing is though? Because I feel like the first time I seen Zoe Saldana was Avatar, but it wasn't. That was the first time I heard her name. Because remember when she really? like, came out. Wait, you well, never we, watched her in
0: Center Stage? I never
1: watched.
0: Really? That's it's about those kids who are at the ballet school and the fact that like she's playing a ballet dancer, the competitiveness that's, that's, and like that's people. Not really? That's not something I would have watched. That's not something. No, but okay, it's not just about ballet, but it's about the no, no, idea. No, no, I'm that, not about ballet. The, it's like I watched like, Black Swan, we'll but go, I don't think I yeah, but what that. goes on behind the scenes of ballet, of like the cutthroatness of trying to get a lead to get a part, and Zoe Saldana's is. Zoe Saldana's character ultimately is like the one like black dancer who's good, and she's female, but she can't mm-hmm. get like a lead role. So it shows a mm-hmm. discrimination that she faces, even though she is very talented. That's why I'm surprised you didn't see her in like Center that
1: Stage. That Aquila and the B era. No, I actually didn't no, see. It. Center, I probably have center to...
0: Stage came out like I think like fib Was it fifteen or twenty years ago?
1: Twenty years ago, it's like two thousand. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Because Drumline was yeah. like 01 or 02. Okay. So it was around the time of Drumline. She was in, yeah. Okay, it was like, Center I,
0: Stage came out in 2000. So, wow. I honestly, that was I probably watch it.
1: years ago. I'll watch it. Wow. I just don't remember. I don't. So, it, it, yeah, it was that era. That was the era of Akilah and the B, Drumline. That's the same era. But
0: yeah, yeah just, I'm just I saying never, it, that that was the first it. movie I saw her in.
1: Well, the first movie, okay. I, I think. think. No, the first, I think the first movie I saw her in was Drumline because I watched Drumline. I just didn't know it was her because mm-hmm. I think. In Drumline, I didn't know her name. I didn't know her name until Avatar, and I think the reason for that is like you know when you're younger, you don't really know actors' names. Like when Drumline came out, I think I was like twelve. I think I was either in high school or just about to be in high school when Drumline came out, so it was like I I didn't know people's names. The only reason why I knew Nick Cannon's name is because I grew up with Nick Cannon. He was on all that. I'm going to Google when
0: Drumline came out, by the way, so we can figure out how old we were.
1: Yo, even my cocoa looks smooth, man. Look at that.
0: Oh my god, Drumline. What year did Drumline come out?
1: This is a beautiful filter.
0: Your obsession with this filter is Bad becoming bitches. too much. Bad bitches. Bad bitches. Drumline came out in 2002. Bad bitches. Bad bitches. Bad Hello? Bad bitches. Are you. Drumline came out in 2002. You're not even acknowledging the fact that I'm talking to no, you. No,
1: I, I am. Drumline came out in 2002. So 2002, I was in grade eight. Center Stage so came was, out in 2000. I, was,
0: I actually was right. Center Stage came okay, out in 2000. so
1: when Center Stage came out, it was before 9-11. I was 11. And when Drumline came out... Oh, no, Drumline. When the other one came out... Drum, yeah, Drumline, yeah, so my bad. When Drumline came yeah, out... So yeah, so it came out two years eight. later, yeah. I was in high school. Year. Yeah, I, I didn't know actors' name, by then. I just knew Nick Cannon because I grew up with him. It's like it's like the same thing when um, Keelan thing did um good burger i knew them because i grew up with them
0: welcome to but, good yeah. burger home of the good burger man take order
1: <laughs> but yeah big announcement to start the year off we got I know. we got some merch not merch for y'all just merch for ourselves but you know eventually it was
0: made by justin's you know. sister-in-law so yeah, it
1: was made yeah man Could you guys gotta you special? guys gotta put up z's z's closet I'm gonna have to um. We're gonna have to tag Z's closet in.
0: Yeah, in, definitely, and it'll be it'll or at be least in the, the in the
1: Instagram video or something. It'll
0: It will be in the description box if you guys are on YouTube. It'll be in the description box if you guys are listening to us like audio wise on either Spotify or Apple. It'll be yeah. in the description box, and we we'll gotta, also link it on our Instagram.
1: We also gotta make an Instagram clip for this, just to throw it out to we, Z. But we have yeah, to. And, we and, also and need birthday. to take
0: pictures. Oh, happy birthday, and Z! Z's, and
1: it's Z's birthday. We also
0: need to take pictures of us in these hoodies for our Instagram. So. Yo,
1: this filter. We have to have like a mini photo shoot. Can you
0: stop obsessing over how you look, please?
1: (laughs) Yo, the filter is I honestly, I feel like one of them bad bitches. Bad bitches.
0: I feel like now I, I'm no, I'm not putting on the filter. I'm not going to give into pressure. Yo, you know what I feel like? like? I I feel
1: like um, I feel like Lapita. Like you know how Lapita got that got that 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 all okay, one skin Okay, now I need to know what shit. this filter looks That's like what on I my feel face. I like. Feel like Lapita. Hey, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna see what this looks like on my face. I think that I look fine. Yeah, I think I'm gonna look the same.
1: Even my cocoa looked nice.
0: I look the same. Oh, look, no. actually, I don't like this.
1: No, no, you see, I
0: don't. I think I look the same. I think I look the same.
1: So for all my dark skin niggas, check out the
0: filter on Zoom. I'm gonna take this off because I think I look ridiculous.
1: Like it. Okay. Literally, uh, all it does um, is
0: smooth your face. You do know that, right?
1: Uh, you know, haters gonna hate. And, um, I'm not
0: hating. I'm just right. saying that all it does is smooth out. See, since you have it on, I'm gonna keep it on, even though I think it makes me look the same.
1: But yes, guys. No, um, shit. There's so much stuff to, t- I don't even know what to talk about. There's just so much shit. One thing I do want to do going forward is I want to start. I want to, I, I think, I think we've, I think we spent the last like two years kind of like creating like the feel and the image and the sound of our podcast. And I think, I think it took, it took us a while. We've only, we've only been doing this for two years, actually, right? So it didn't take us that long. But I yeah, think, yeah, our, first, our um, first year was, I think we've, new. Yeah, I think I think we I think we we know who we are now and we've kind of we kind of found our rhythm, I think, a bit. So that that's nice. We found our rhythm. We know who we are. I think I think we just I think in 2021, I hate saying that I miss saying 2020, but 2000 it has to a ring to it. You know, what I mean, like 2000, like that was the whole Y2K shit. But um, I, think, I think I think in 2021. Yeah, I think in 2021, I think we just need to build a consistency. I'm wondering, didn't we say we are going to drop videos once every two weeks, or was it once a month, or was it, I should have well, said episodes, was it once every two weeks or once a month, I can't remember what we said, it was, I think
0: it was, think once, it every was once every two weeks, I think it was two episodes yeah, was a month, every two
1: weeks. no that's good, I think we need to, I think we need to build consistency, and that's on our fault, but but also too, to if
0: something super interesting happens that we want to talk about, we're still going to record that, so even though we're saying like, oh yeah, twice a month, if yeah. something happens that's like super like, and we want to talk about it, it's going to happen, yeah. so.
1: I think I think the worst was like we would have like so many videos in the bank, and then something new would come up, and yeah. then we we would we would record it, but then we're like we are not dropping it till God knows when, and we're just like yeah. Oh. The fact I think the, we still got one episode left to drop though. Um, no, no, we one don't. Episode that we did. Yeah, no, I mean, we don't. No, we still got to drop on YouTube.
0: YouTube. Yeah, like the actual episode of New Hope that was. That yeah. already went out. Like people have heard
1: I, that. I, I, that's, that's actually true. That's actually, you know what? Let me actually what I'm saying because <laughs> our audio fans, our fans that listen to us on, um, I don't even like saying fans, but our community, our that listens our community to us that listens on, to us on Spotify, on and, you know, Apple, Apple Podcast, Spotify, yeah, like they get respect. I think it's yeah, because they actually it's our community listening to us on YouTube. They get no respect, like yo, because I have I have a friend, my boy, um i hate saying his name because like i you know what i mean then don't my, just say your friend no 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 my boy lucian um he's a cop so he's always busy but he watches us only on youtube yeah so he doesn't even and i told him i was like you know to the whole video like you don't even want to hear the whole conversation and he's just like nah i just want to hear it on youtube
0: and i'm just like god damn but he's only so so know this know like a he thing does where he likes to sure watch it do does he wait does he watch the entire does he sit there and watch the whole video, he watches so like-
1: all, all of the clips because we don't put the video, so it's all that's the right. Oh, right, right, right. He the only video okay. So, for him, for him, because like <laughs> I noticed that like all of our audio listeners are like they're, they're okay with the pace, but for yeah. him, he's cheese because he's like, Yo, you guys have nothing, and then all of a sudden, you guys drop like 10 clips, and then you have <laughs> nothing again, and he's cheese. So, I just realized that like we've we do disrespect our youtube listeners i'll agree with that we need to so, so we're going to improve on it yeah we need to stop disrespecting our youtube listeners.
0: but okay a question for the people who are listening right now and also for youtube peoples do you guys like it when we post the entirety of the video after we post clips because here's the thing we posted a video that we did with a toronto artist del hartley that is actually friends with justin and we posted the entire episode, like from start no to finish. Out. We didn't, we didn't do clips, and people seemed to like it. And I think it was because it had to do with music. But like, you can let us know. Like, we're we're still going to do clips, but we I feel do you like want to know. People like post... it
1: because it was
0: Del. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, I want to like know. You can let us know in the comments. Do you guys want us to like not only post the clips of like segment parts, but also like do you want? The entirety of the episode. If you're like a YouTube person who's like, no, nah, I want to see the whole video. I'm
1: thinking like, I feel like I want to become most people like, how many celebrity friends do I know? No, I'm no, it's just, it's just no. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's just because me no, and no. Dell went to school together, so like, we came up together, especially to see him grow the way he has, and yeah, I just wanted to bring him on to have a conversation. But it was about, a good conversation. I like to, friend. I like, I like to talk about. I I want to bring Del on to talk about his perspective on things more than <laughs> more than anything else. But of course, I know he has to showcase his music, but. I'm trying to think like it's usually speaking Bell of what did then you then see Daniel. did
0: you see his thing with uh decium on instagram no I didn't
1: see that
0: no he you didn't see that so yo, no, on I his instagram it was like it was probably gone now but like he has like maybe this I thing did with, what, what happened with, decium, with the new concealer that Desium has launched he no, walks up to a painting too. okay he walks up to a painting and like swipes it and then the concealer appears in his hand Mm-hmm. I, I was like, like, is he I working with Dessium, one of my favorite Canadian skincare brands? I was like, that's pretty dope. <laughs> Dessium,
1: hold
0: on. No, no, no. go to Dell's page. and on his I'm on stories, the page, I'm on, I'm on the, his... the
1: middle button, yeah, the stories.
0: I don't know if it's still up. I'll but go it...
1: Endless Roads, what's this? No, he's just not, this one. No, 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 he's, 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 he posted, he just, posted right? like
0: this thing with Desium, and I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know if he's actually worked with Desium, but if he is, that's dope because they're Canadian and uh, they're I... awesome and affordable
1: look at del being a whore i appreciate that look at del getting out here in these streets i can't see it though but
0: yeah it's making, no, I think gone. This is it.
1: no no can't see it no, no but shit i missed it but it was on his story right
0: yeah, yeah but I'm it was pissed. over 24 hours ago and i thought you had seen it because he literally so no, i'm it not hit. like he walks up I'm to not like, on um, instagram like that no i know but i'm explaining it to you so he walks up to like, he walks up in the, in the like, ad thing he filmed, and it's a painting mm. of all the different colors, like, tones of brown, beige, cream, all that kind of stuff. And he walks up to it, and he, like, swipes across the painting, it looks like, and then the concealer comes out, like, in the tube that it comes in. I was like, wait, mm. is he working with Dusty? And if he is, awesome for you, Del, if you're working Good with Dusty, him. that's sick.
1: <laughs> Good for him. I'm proud of him, man. Yeah. I'm proud of him. No man I think I think it's I think there's a lot of people we got to bring on in the obviously Daniel that's that's uh that's just, that's just that's just a homie to the podcast but yeah I think I want I want to bring on um Goliath paw man I, I came up with Goliath Pa too so I want to bring him on I know he's an Ottawa native he's an artist as well that will soon be coming I don't know when don't quote me it will come eventually though we'll get it we'll I get like
0: it. How, I like how we started this and we're talking about everything that we want to do
1: yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I think it's a it's a good update, man. I think no, I'll no, no, say no, no. this. Um, I'm just me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I think, I think after 2020, yeah. I think, I think I would do a lot of realizations, like a lot of stuff, because like, I think it was one of those. I forget which one it was, but it was one of those documentaries on Netflix about mm-hmm. social media and like how social media can like radicalize you, right? And yo, that that documentary. I'm not gonna lie, that documentary. I really watched it, and I really was like.
0: Which I one was that? I was that the I've social been, one where they talked um, about how social media keeps you on for ads? Because I watched Yes,
1: that. but there was, but that there was, was maybe, it might not be, I can't remember I can't if it was remember that one. Called. But, okay, basically it was on Netflix. And what it was talking about is how social media can radicalize you. And Schultz, my boy Schultz uh, from Billy Idiots, he did his Netflix special. He talked about the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you, I had to think about it and I'm like, yo, has social media radicalized me? Right, And I was having a discussion um, with one of my homegirls the other day on um, Instagram, actually, the night of Akeisha um, Shanti. Akeisha um, well,
0: Shanti? Well, you mean you Akeisha mean Cole? The, the night of Akeisha
1: Cole <laughs> and shanti versus Bella, You should be ashamed. Bella, right? so you, should be ashamed. you just I said be that. Ashamed. Well, we're, we're about to get into that. We're about to get into that. Don't even worry. Yeah,
0: I didn't watch it because I didn't but, care.
1: You know, don't even blame me. They were I'm also sure, like an so hour late. Smile. Anyway, keep going. Listen, I always smoke a bowl before every.
0: No, no, no. Keep going. Go back I mean, to what we were sorry.
1: talking about. I'm just mad at how late Keisha hold But but, but, but me and... Well, I, I'm, I'm going to get into that. Me and her were talking and we were both kind of talking about this. And I was and I was kind of like... I, I, the beginning of the year when I watched it, I looked at it and I was like, yo, it's a real thing. Because like you have to think, right? If I'm on... I remember being on Facebook, right? And mm-hmm. I used to be a big like TYT supporter of the Young Turks. They're very, very liberal. I used to watch their shit. So it's like... I think because I was watching The Young Turks, I started getting like overtly liberal stuff just being sent to me. Like, th- th- I think there was this one video thing that used to show up on Facebook all the time, and like the caption was like "liberal now" or something. Like, literally, like you know what I mean? And you, so it's like, mind you, I think a lot of these issues are happening in the world, of course, Black Lives Matter, police brutality, COVID nineteen, da 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 da, right? But like, mm-hmm. I'm being fed the information from a liberal perspective, right? And mm-hmm. so, so, so like they're they're overly pushing scenery into my face 24 seven. And then I think when I realized it was when the Don Cherry thing happened and we covered it, Don Cherry, um, the NHL host who made his racist comments that he was making forever. The only reason why people cared is because cancel culture now wanted to cancel him in 2000 or whatever, but whatever. So I think when that happened, that was when I started seeing it because then I started seeing people I grew up with and went to school with who were posting videos about Don Cherry. The same videos i was posting but from like a whole different perspective and i'm looking at it like wow and then i started seeing people posting like the candace owens and the ben sharpio and the these videos where we're talking about the same issues whether it's yeah. racism black Lives matter but just from a whole different perspective and i was like okay so they're the same way they're being radicalized i'm being radicalized right but like either side is gonna say you know my side's right whatever right i'm not here to, to justify that but well, of course, as a black person, <laughs> I am here to justify that, correct that. I'm here to justify that, but, but like, yeah. Then I realized that, like, yo, a lot of it, you could be getting radicalized. Like, one thing my homegirl said, I didn't really think about it. She goes, um, she goes, she goes. I feel like a lot of black Canadians, because all of our news, okay, well, our news outlets are Canadians, are Canadian, but the majority of the stuff that we watch on television outside of our you know, general news outlets for as local communities are American, like CNN right. and everything else, right? So it's like, and she said made a good point. She's like, I feel like a lot of black Canadians, like, they take on the trauma of black Americans. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point because she said it. She's like, yo, we never had a crack epidemic. We, 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 we never, we never had a bunch of people forcing us into ghettos. Well, yeah. okay, I'm not I'm not speaking about the Nova Scotians. So let's put that to the side. But but we never had all these things, right? She's like, we're immigrants. Like Like, you know what I mean? I thought, and I sat there and I'm like, yeah, like systematic racism is still real. We talked about that, whatever, whatever. Right. But like the stuff that we deal with is nowhere close to what they deal with, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, she's right. She's fucking right. And then I was talking to like another one of my homegirls the other day. We were just chopping it up on Instagram as well. And um, she she was basically going on about this whole thing about, just to make it short, she was talking about how she's like, oh, um, um, I don't want to be with a man and then the man doesn't work and da 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 da. And I'm listening to her, and her whole, her whole prerogative was, I don't want to be with a man and then one day he doesn't work, right? And this girl grew up in like Brampton her whole life. So, yeah. and Brampton is a suburban area, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, yo, what niggas you know that don't work? And she's just like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to be with a man and he doesn't work. And I'm just like, but what niggas you know, like, and she has, she has a dad. I'm like, does your dad not work? She goes, oh, my dad works. I'm like, what about all the men in your family, uncles, cousins? They all work? Yeah. So what men are you referring to? Like, where's this narrative coming from, right? And yeah. then I realized it's just something that she's heard her whole life and she's repeating. It's not her, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's not, not actually, her actual it's not reality. reality I'm yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, like, I get it if you like, you know, you grew up in the hood. So if you're growing up in the hood, it's, it's a bunch of single mothers. And then a lot of the men don't work because you're growing up in a poverty area. So you're gonna see that regardless, right? But if you didn't grow up in that environment, your perspective shouldn't be that men are not working because it's not actually true to your reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, I, I when I was watching the documentary, I just had to unpack a lot of that. And I was just like, okay. I had to like step back a bit and digest things differently. And like, I don't know. I think it's good, man. I think, I think, um... I think it allows you to kind of like clear your mind and kind of see people as human again. And I think with Donald Trump being out of office, which is where I'm going with this beautiful segue, is um, the fact that like, I think him being out of office, I hope a lot of people get to clear their mind and see people as human again. You know, it came to a point in time after seeing black death on TV so much, I was looking at every white person's sideways. like I'm at work, yeah, like I not wanting to have conversations. That. I'm walking down the street, like what the hell, right? And, like, mind you, there's racism here. Like, that proud boy shit started here. But it's just, like, it's not everybody. You know what I mean? And you can yeah. go vice versa with this, with religion and race or whatever, whatever. But I hope that, like, Donald Trump leaving office, I don't think it will. But I hope it allows people to, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, get, get back to, like, obviously, people, I love the joke where it's like, we're getting back to normal racism, which we are. But I also hope we get back to normal communication as well, where people are just think, like, yo, I have a friend of a different race and that's it.
0: I think one of the things that was most interesting, like, in a, like it's a, to your point, is the mm-hmm. fact that when you started to digest news, you were like, am I being radicalized? And that's the kind thing I always say, it is so important for everyone to actually be media literate.
1: Mm-hmm. I've
0: been saying this since I met you, I've been saying this before I even knew you. Mm-hmm that the one thing that I find is that most people are media illiterate. And what I mean by that- media constructs reality. Exactly. What I mean by that <sighs> is that, that a lot, lot of people, a lot of people see something and they take it at face value instead of taking the opportunity for them to take it in, deconstruct it, and think mm-hmm. about what they're actually ingesting media-wise. Yeah. Because once yeah. media has shaped your reality, you don't believe anything outside of that. And the sad part is, is that media- only feeds you so much. So they feed you tidbits of information, not oh, the Lord. full story. And it's up to you to actually find reliable sources. And to be able to think for yourself, ultimately thinking mm-hmm. for yourself and then doing your own research is the most important. And I think that's yeah. why I always say to you and to other people, I've said, I was like, you do realize that everything that we see is only a fraction of the actual information. And you can't just take everything at face value because a lot of the times you're missing something where you, all of a sudden you're thinking one way, how you said that you were looking at white people a certain way. Yeah. And you're like, no, from but man, is that everybody is like, yeah. exactly that's what I'm saying, like, it's not. It's so interesting to see, and it's very, it's very. I probably funny. said
1: things that insulted them and didn't even realize it. it yeah, like,
0: no, no, agreed. And I probably did the same it. thing. I'm just saying that I think that it's, it's interesting, and it's kind of sad too because it goes to show you how much, how much social media, and the media control the way that we think, the way they, how we perceive things, mm-hmm. how we project that onto other people, and how we probably hurt other people not intentionally because of our, how we're, we're taking something in. And it's sad.
1: Yeah, and and like, I don't, sometimes it's not all media. Like I remember a media no, watching only, yeah. that, um, that Bloods and Crips made in the USA uh, movie. I think Baron Davis did it. Remember mm-hmm. the documentary we were watching? Yeah, and I And the one thing the guy said, which I liked, was he was saying that like, because this is before social media. He's talking about yeah. growing up in the 80s and 90s. And he's just like, every day you're feeding me a spoonful of hate. Like I come to your story, you're not letting me in. I, you're harassing me on the street every day as a cop, you're following me. And he said, one day I'm going to erupt. It just matters upon who. You know what I mean? So I think even without the media, the media just shows you what's happening. But even without the media... A lot of people live under extreme racism. People in the South a bit more. People in exactly. Toronto, it's, the, it's the microaggressions every day. It's yep. I told you every day I walked in the elevators. Bitch held her purse. It's the microaggressions yes. every day to the point where you're just like Fuck it, I'm a snap. So I think the media just just amplified what was already right. there. But yeah, yeah.
0: The, the funny thing is is that before social media, these things were occurring and happening, and it was already bad like you just said mm. social media has just made it worse where it's literally in your face to the point where sometimes even i get overwhelmed by it and i have to take a step back i'm i'm yes. i'm one of those people who's i'm i'm happy that i am able to do my best not per, not perfect but to do my best to know that what i am seeing is not completely true cuz sometimes yeah, got, it switches uh, your yeah. mindset and it just mm-hmm. it's really it's really funny because i think it was like a year or two ago, I actually posted a blog post on my blog about the idea of how media actually controls us and shapes our reality. And it was interesting because everyone thought that I was just speaking up nonsense, but now that's more relevant than it ever has been before.
1: Yeah. I was having, um, so I was having, so I was having the same conversation that I was having with, with, I was having a conversation with one of my writers actually. Yeah. It's the same home girl I'm talking about. She's just one of my writers. So, um, we were, when we were having the conversation, I was telling her, I'm like, yo, I don't want to follow any of these pages anymore. So I literally like it was literally like a week uh, two or two days ago I unfollowed like all the news media pages on um Instagram. Instagram I think the only one I really follow is six Buzz and sadly, that's just because like I enjoy a bit of ratchetness. and like I enjoy seeing ratchetness that's local, so I could be like, oh look at that person in Hamilton look at that idiot in Oshawa. and then use i don't
0: I don't follow any of these he he had he made me stuff. follow these. And I was so upset because I never That's followed right. any of them. And then yeah, I unfollowed the, all of them. I don't care.
1: The disrespect Six Buzz has for Brampton, I'm cheese. Like, it just makes me mad. But I can't but see fine. it
0: now, so it doesn't it's even fine. matter to me. That's fine.
1: But I have to unfollow a lot of it, right? A lot of it. Because I'm just like, I don't want to see this every day. Like, I, it's not... Like, some people say, oh, it's ignorant to do that. You know what I mean? Ignorance to bliss. And I'm just like... I just, mind you, I, I have to live it. I have to experience it. I just don't want to see this shit. So I just unfollowed yeah. it. But me and her were talking about the media literate conversation. And I was telling her, because we're talking about just like black movies in general. And, and just to be short, I was telling her, I was like, I was like, yo, like, I'm like, I'm like, I had a conversation where I'm like, yo, I'm 31 now, right? And I told her, I was like, I'm no longer interested in a lot of this stuff. Like, so we're talking about hip hop for instance, right? And I was mm-hmm. telling her, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I don't care about none of these new artists. And she goes, really? And I was like, yo, I think like everybody has that because hip hop is usually a young man's game, right? The, the Or at least commercial hip hop. The content okay. hip hop is money, cash, hoes, bitches. You know what I mean? Like I'm a yeah. real nigga. I shoot people. I kill people. I sell drugs. I'll fuck your bitch. I'll fuck anyone's bitch. My dick like this. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, a, <laughs> it's a redundant topic. It's a redundant wheel of just ignorance in a way, right? Like yeah. when I was younger, I loved it. Like 50 Cent came out. I was a by that shit. Thought I was the biggest gangster on my court, <laughs> you know what I mean? But so, so like, so like, oh my, my cul-de-sac. Sorry, I live in a cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. So, like, I get it, right? Yeah. So, like, um, but I think, like, as I got older, I'm like, this doesn't relate to me, and that was why I say, like, my favorite rapper of all time is Jay Cole because it's relatable. But like, as I got, now that I'm this age, I realized that, like, I don't even really mind you the stuff I grew up on. I still care for that ignorant shit, like, like. There's a lot of Snoop Dogg shit. I love that ignorant as fuck. Don't let me get into it. But like, but I think the new ignorant shit because it doesn't have a nostalgic value to me. I just don't care about it no more, right? And I think that like, I think everybody has their last class of hip hop. I remember talking to my brother in law, and there's artists that he doesn't care for, and I think his last class of hip hop is like that early 2000s class, and Mm -hmm. I can understand that. I think my last class of hip hop is J Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Big Crit. Like, that's my last class of hip-hop. I think ever, because that was that was the last era where I was coming home on hip-hop sites, hip-hop DX. Uh, I was on LimeWire, because oh, downloading music. I had to have, you know, Cold World to come up. I had to have yeah. to warm up at that Friday Night Lights. Like, that was the last time I did that shit, right? Now I don't give a shit. I don't care about who's on the cover or what. I don't give a shit. I don't care. And it's just like, that's fine. Things it's change, okay to be like age. that, right? Yeah, yeah. and like... The conversation we was having was I'm like, yo, like, I got to leave a lot of that stuff behind. Like, I noticed I started listening to more R&B now. I'm starting to get back into, like, my, my, my rock music bag. I'm starting getting back into, like, old music. Like, just, just, just different shit, right? Yeah. And it just, I think it just would age. And, and we started going as different things. And I was telling her. And I'm just like, I know why we had this. It's because of the Keisha Cole and Shate shit. I'm going to bring that up next. But I was telling her, I was just like, I was like, yo, a lot of this shit is toxic she goes, what do you mean? And I was telling her about the black relationship movies. And I said this before, like outside of Love Jones, Love and Basketball, Brown Sugar, whatever, whatever. I'm like, the rest of that shit is toxic, bro. I'm like, we're growing up on toxic shit. I'm like, why is it when I'm watching regular romantic comedy movies, the whole premise of the movie is about their actual love? Whether the guy is like running through a meadow for her or, or going to war for her, or if it's a modern day movie and he's just searching for it. Like the premise is always the love and the, the whole movie works and centers around the love they have for each other until it's complete. Well, I feel like in our movies, historically and now, the premise is the drama. And I'm just right. like, I'm just it, it looks it's like it's unhealthy. I'm not saying you can't watch it. I think her prerogative, her perspective, sorry, was like, oh, well, it's entertainment, right? And my right. perspective to her was like, yo, know, as much as it's entertainment, media constructs reality. People internalize this shit. They go out. And I was giving her the example of the homegirl when me and my boy were talking to her at work and we're talking about um the Issa Rae movie uh, photograph. Real black love. And I'm like, what the fuck is I'm like, but you watch the notebook and all this other shit. She's like, yeah, but that's real for white people. So, what's real for us then? And it was just fuckery. And I was just like, yo, people internalize that shit. And it's just like, as much as it sounds corny, as much as it sounds like I'm on my hotep and I'm on my chakras type of shit, it's like, what what you intake really does affect you. It does. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to intake a bunch of like positive movies about black people achieving academics. No, no, no. I'm just going to pick and choose, like, well, when it comes to my people, right? I'm just going to pick and choose what I watch. I'm going to be like, I don't know if I'm going to watch this, bro. I don't want to see another movie of niggas just shooting each other. Like, I'm just. Like, I don't want to see a, another story of somebody selling drugs. Like, it's like the 45th story we've seen. Like, I'm good. I yeah. get it. I, I get the ending. He goes to jail. None of these niggas ever, ever not go to jail. So I get it. So, no, but I think, I think it's all part of growth. But when we were having the media conversation, mm. she just wasn't agreeing with it. She's like, no, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm just like, all right. I could have went deeper. But, you know, it's no point. I've done she, it on
0: this She show, genuinely like, thought that you were wrong.
1: Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But Which you know fine. what? Okay, okay. Since I know you didn't watch the Keisha Cole, uh, Shanti.
0: I watched it for all of five minutes. I logged in just to see. And then Keisha Cole was a whole, what, like hour and a half late?
1: Yeah. Then I left.
0: I then came back. I literally only came in when Ashanti sang. And I was like, yay. And then I left again. I didn't care anymore.
1: I watched it. I had like three different chats going on about it, so I was kind of only in one of the chats and not in the other. I'm a little upset
0: though that I didn't enjoy it because I just wasn't into it for some reason.
1: I, you know, what the whole thing is, a lot of these versus battles, I'm into it, and then when they start up, I lose interest because there's always issues or someone's always late, and it's just like
0: Yo Keisha Cole was. It makes you mad.
1: But so I I watched it. Um, Yeah, Shanti came five minutes late. Cool. Keisha Cole came a whole hour late, and then five minutes is fine. And then she had attitude on top of that. And then, and then she was trying to bully Ashanti at one point in time. I don't know why- I heard about it, that. Like, and it's just like, okay, I'll say this. When I went into it, I said Ashanti was gonna win. I don't know what the fuck these niggas is on. I I, I grew up in this era, okay? okay? I was, this this was my high school. Ashanti and Keisha Cole was my high school era. Drake Drake came out when I was in college, okay? So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm aging myself here. Drake came out when I was in college. J. Cole came out when I was in college. That's college shit. Rick Ross came out when I was like literally almost in college. Like, Ashanti yeah. and Keisha Cole was my high school era, bro. And I sat there and I watched that shit. And I was, just before it even started, I was like, "Who's saying Keisha Cole's win? Like Ashanti literally owned the music charts from 2000 to like 2003. Like, there's a reason why she was named the princess of R and B at that time. I know.
0: And, I you love Keisha. I mean, like, like,
1: like, mind you. I think a lot of the argument is that Ashanti can't sing as good as Keisha. And I'm not debating that. I agree with that whole, whole party. I think Keisha Cole has a stronger voice, while mm-hmm. Ashanti, similar to Aaliyah, has like a lighter voice. And that's all it is, right? I'm not saying Ashanti well, can't because, sing, but you can't well, sing as Well, they're
0: sopranos. As they're soprano singers. So they sing so higher I, and lighter.
1: So I understand that, right? Now, Ashanti has written records for people that have, like, you're thinking, you're, like... <laughs> People, people, no, no, Ashanti could play the record she's written for motherfuckers, not even play her own shit. Right? But uh, I feel like Ashanti didn't even play the records I wanted to. I feel like she just dabbled in the bag that she knew was gonna be comparable. Cause she could have brought out some shit that could have just squashed the whole thing, right? But like I'm not saying Keisha Cole not good. Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole's not even at the same era. Keisha Cole came out after Ashanti. Keisha, yeah. Keisha Cole came out after Ashanti. And Keisha Cole Keisha Cole has um she was Mary J. Blige part two. She had some songs. I remember when uh, uh. I remember winning and loving you. I remember that shit. Now, I'm not saying Keisha Cole wasn't good. I think the issue is, is that it's like, like I said, Keisha Cole's music is fucking toxic, bro. Like, 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 okay, I was stated, I know I was, I was cracking that joke all night that Keisha Cole's toxic as shit, but she is. And it's like, when you watched the, uh, my boy said it the best, when you watched the versus battle, you could see there was a clear, like, distinction where, like, Ashanti, you can tell she was happy in life and she was content. And her life moved forward. They're both single, but Ashanti was just happy.
0: Yeah, but As Ashanti's living think her best women life. women need a man
1: to be a, to be a, happy. And then Keisha Cole came on with the same bitter shit. It's like yo, because I, after she had like two albums and a couple joints, she got her mom and sister on the crackhead reality show. And then like, and then it went from that to her dating Birdman and some other I don't know, crying over Dick and something else. But like, but like Keisha Cole just she she just looked. She looked like she was the same, like 18 year old hood chick. Like, there was no growth. Like, she was just a, and I just looked at it and I was just like, yo, Ashanti's winning in life. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> but
1: nah, I think Ashanti won. I think a lot of people are going to have their things. I think it depends on who you like. I think if you're young and you're still blaming your exes for all the problems in your life, then I yeah. think that Keisha Cole is the music for you because it allows you to vent that out. I think if you're old, and you're still living in that in that bitter place Keisha Cole yeah speaking. but I think if you've reached a happy place and you want to hear some love music Ashanti like remember when me and you were in the car yesterday and we had on um, Alicia Keys songs in A minor we had yeah. on butterflies and just and I sat there and I was just like yo we don't make love music anymore bro like like I don't even mean love okay I shouldn't say that because artists do make love music it's just not on the commercial I was saying like the industry is, for some reason, doesn't want to put out music about love anymore. And then even beyond that, when I was listening to songs like Butterflies and Diary and just going through the the Alicia Keys joints, I sat there and I said to myself, I was like, yo, love music back in the day, and this is like early 2000s, not even that back, used to be about an emotion. Mm -hmm. Now, R&B music or love music is about a person. So what I mean by that is like when you hear SWV weak, you know what I mean? She's talking, about the emo- our- she's talking about the emotion of being weak because things are gone. And then when you see like Brandy, I want to be down. She's talking about, I want to be down because things are gone. When you see um, Monica, just one of them days, she's talking about the emotion of dealing with her emotions, being on her emotions. So, you see, I this is I think I'm really really good. I'm not gonna lie, but I I didn't play this at all. But you see, I'm going with this with this continuum yes. here, right? So it's yes. just like now I feel like this is about my ex and how much I hate him. So if you if you hate your ex, you can relate to this. This is about me being a side bitch. So if you're a side bitch, you can relate to this. Like, it's not about an emotion anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can like, agree with that. Even the Whitney Houston songs, and we bang those, it's about the motion. Like, so this way, it's just, it's different, man. And I was just like, and like, mind you, I think there's artists still making the music. I just think that in the in it's really popular. They're not,
0: they're not as, they're not as popular. No, 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 as, no, no, no. They so. actually are
1: popular. They actually are popular. And it's a really weird concept because.
0: But people I don't, don't talk know. about I, them, though. They no, talk no, about no, all no, the no. haters. People songs.
1: do. People do. People do. Okay. People do. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Okay. I thought of it. It's like, I don't know if this is a fault of the artist. I don't know if this is a fault of the artist's fan base. Or I don't know if this is a fault of the industry. Because there's certain artists. Adele, Sam Smith. Ed Sheeran, they can make music about love and emotions. I love all three of those artists. Yes. They can make music about love and emotions. Yeah. And their fan base loves it. Their, um, the, the, um, the company backing them puts it out. Mm-hmm. And the world celebrates it. And I'm not saying it's a black-white thing, but for some reason, when most black artists, when they come out, they're not making this music or at least we're not hearing it so i don't know if this music is on their albums because i don't listen to these new artists i only hear the commercial shit i don't know if it's the if it's the the companies are with saying you can't put this out this is not your brand i don't Mm -hmm. know if when they do put it out their fans don't react to it so then they're forced to put out the stuff that their fans do react to because because what that you know i'm trying to say like i don't know know, because because adele and these artists it's not like they only have white fans so you can say like black people just don't like happy music. No, they have all sorts of fans. So yeah. I don't know what the issue is. So like, it's hard to say the music isn't reaching because it is it's just not reaching for everybody. You know what I mean? So I no,
0: agree. That's true. Yeah.
1: But yeah, man. Um, shit. Trump out of office. Um, I think I said this on this podcast. I said my predictions, what? right? I told you yeah. shit was going to happen. So I just want to say going forward, Okay. I don't know if I don't know if Trump's going to jail or not, but going no 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 forward, the,
0: the, the impeachment thing hasn't fully started yet.
1: Yes, but going forward, wh- whether he goes to jail or not, I I don't I don't know. But going forward, I think that eventually, I think Trump will create his own news network, and I also think the American political party is going to be split. Now, let me explain this. Ever since Obama was in office, we've mm-hmm. had because prior to Obama being in office the democrats mm-hmm. and the republicans were both very moderate there was never anybody really really left or really white really right when obama right. came into office we started seeing all of these extra right-wing people who are regular people who were utilizing youtube to give themselves a name and they got so much popularity and they were able to radicalize their followers you have right. ben sharpio You have Candace Owens, who people love when they want to say racist things. They just throw a black woman that says it, so it doesn't matter. You have Tommy Lauren. And then you have the OGs, Ann Coulter and Bill O'Reilly, who Bill O'Reilly got fired from Fox for just doing too much with his hands and shit. So so all of these right wing people, Mm -hmm. Fox doesn't even want to hire them. Right. They're too strong for that. You know what I mean? They're on their own, but they have large fan bases they've built over the past few years. Right. And I watch the Young Turks do this shit, too. So I believe that Trump is going to create his own little media news company, whatever whatever the hell it's going to be. He's going to hire all those really right wing people that nobody is safe hiring and they're going to go they're going to go you just had 77 million people that voted for this guy and then and then you have a party in Canada who loves him so much and they had protests down here in Toronto for like yep, what last week, the week before they did it was a, sure the they, same, it
0: was annoying
1: and i'm pretty sure if it's happening here the same i'm pretty sure trump has followers all around the world in different countries doing the same bullshit so what i'm saying is they have a fan base they have yes. a fan base and I think they're gonna, they're gonna run with that, right? And not only that, I think that not Trump, but I think maybe Trump's son or people within Trump's camp, I think that there's going to be a new political party. We have this already here in Canada. I think the Republican party is gonna have another Republican party that's even more mm-hmm. far right. Okay, and that's going to happen. And I also think the liberal party, if Biden doesn't do what he has to do, the Democratic Party, I think they're going to have another Democratic party that's all the way left for like the Bernie boys who want like extreme socialist change, right? So yeah, I think it's going to happen. That's my as honestly, that that's honestly what I think is going to happen. I'm just waiting for it to come true. I feel that way.
0: I we already get, have like get.
1: ten freaking parties over here, so I get it.
0: I know, and they're all just branches off of the original liberal and conservative yeah. parties. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing that happened, like watching, so I didn't watch the full inauguration. I, I like, I honestly, I was, I was busy working. with work. was I couldn't watch her. Yeah. I, watch I was her. busy with work, so I didn't, I didn't get to see her. everything. I think the most that I saw was Michelle and Obama arriving and looking and saying, wow, her hair looks great <laughs> and her outfit is amazing. And then kind of moving on. Mm. Um, I did see the poet, though. That I actually. Michelle I saw her. Did, did. She looked great.
1: Yeah, I I saw the poor girl after. I saw that clip after. Like I
0: I I actually saw I actually heard it and I turned around so I could actually watch it and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Um I think that everyone was kind of talking about the fact that this is the first time, I think 150 years that an outgoing president was not present at the inauguration of the Hmm. incoming president. Because Trump Trump got on the helicopter thing that I can't remember what it's called. I think they call it Air Force One when he's on it, when he leaves. In that helicopter, and they flew him to Florida. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) he went to Florida, and that was
1: where where do where where did the crazy go? I know
0: Florida. 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 Um, and it was it was pretty interesting. I mean, obviously there wasn't any real guests at the inauguration because of COVID but it still went really really well I, I think for me it was pretty simple that day like everyone was so excited like i saw a bunch of memes of people saging their house now that trump is gone to get rid of all the energy and it was oh, no it was hilarious are, it was hilarious up. um people and <laughs> a bunch of people just like being so excited to see like this a new something new happening but then also saying mm-hmm. that they have to hold like biden and kamala accountable for what's about to happen
1: yeah, yeah. You know. Biden, Biden and Kamala have a hard job ahead of them because there's a lot of things that a lot of people want done and there's also a lot of things you have to reverse. And
0: well, one of the most I controversial reversals I, I, was the Keystone Pipeline.
1: Yes. That yes. was what he did on and, his first day in office. And and I think that the same way that Trump has completely destroyed the Republican Party is the same way that whatever Biden and Harris do now,
0: yeah,
1: will not destroy the the Democratic Party. You know what I, I mean? but that. Yeah, yeah, the pipeline, it's hard because on one hand, you can get extra liberal with it and be like, you know, the aboriginals, you're, dr- you're drilling yeah. through the land. And that, that that's a conversation. And on the other hand, you're like, yo, the millions of jobs that we're going to employ people in these small towns all in Canada where people don't know. like, And also the outside, amount of money that Alberta outside spent. Of the, you know, outside, outside of the big cities in Canada, and we only really have like four or five of them, uh, the rest of Canada is fucking broke. So that's a lot of money that's going to go to a lot of people. So it's two ways to look at the conversation, right?
0: No, I know. But other than the Keystone Pipeline, which was one of his first executive orders, I kind of had a feeling that he would get rid of that because he talked about the fact, you know, I had Mm -hmm. a feeling he'd get rid of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think right now... He said he would prior. He said he would. Yeah, he said he would. And I was just like, I'm not surprised at all. Um, I forgot my point. I was going to say that the worst part about them coming in is the fact that they, I feel like, I personally feel as if that Trump did a lot to make sure that they wouldn't be given any access for as long as possible.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, That's why why they have to win win the Senate.
0: Yeah. And it's just it's just really sad because you're like, there were so many things that they could have been a part of to maybe have a better Mm. jump on what's about to happen. Mm. Um, And then going into just people holding them accountable. Everyone is saying that they're going to have to hold Biden and Harris accountable for what they've said. Because it doesn't matter that he uh, made certain promises. It's it's up to the American people to hold them accountable for what they do now. No one else can do that because the only people, yeah, who but it's I, I think Ameri-
1: I feel like I, I th- feel like we need to hold people accountable for what they're doing now going forward. But if that's we what they're keep saying, harping on. Oh, I, 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 thought, I thought people were, like, still harping on Biden's history and...
0: No. Kamala's history, no. I don't even get
1: it. Like, people act they like Kamala wasn't supposed no, to... No, no. They
0: up. mean now that they're in power and that they're in office, it is to hold okay. them accountable for what they do now. That's what I was okay, saying fine. before. That's I was saying That's it's fine. to hold yeah, them accountable yeah. for I, what I they do that. now going forward. Because yeah, at the I end of the that. day, if they just do a bunch of bullshit, everyone's going to be pissed off again. Yeah. Um, that. A lot of things that are happening in the States. I know it's funny. So many Americans hate it when other people talk about them, but it's like, yeah, but you guys made yourself the center of the universe. So you have to get used to it. And also everything that America does, exactly. But also, but everything that America does, we are America's closest ally and we're literally next door. So everything you do affects us. So we have to care.
1: It's not about everything you do affects us. You guys went Government-wise the
0: choices they make of trade agreements. You, no, no, and no, it does. I agree with, you. Us, I so agree with you on that. I care.
1: you guys went out of your way to become the center of the world. You went out of your way to I say the universe I feel different, like they
0: think that they're bigger than everything.
1: Yo, you went into different countries. You base Listen, America has been on this rampage since World War II with them going into people's countries and saying, like, you're unsophisticated... You're not on our level. Mm -hmm. You need to adopt our form of government. If you don't, we will just murder your people. And you will adopt our form of government. You will use our central bank. And you will love our media that we're going to input into your country. So you've done this to yourselves. You've literally sat there with the iron shadow and judged all other countries for not being you. And now Mm -hmm. for the first time, all other countries get to judge you. Just
0: take it. Take it and shut up. yeah but a lot of people don't do that a a lot of people get upset there's only i find that the arrogance i find that it's actually the irony it's the
1: irony but i think that it's
0: funny to see that they everyone's like oh you should only pay attention to what's going on in your country and it's like first off that's not what the news is yes we watch the news of what's happening in our country with our own government but then everyone who is in the us or who is an ally we care because certain trade agreements certain agreements in general that get messed up or get pulled with the biggest affect, trade affect us. So, we as the population of this country are pipeline, going to care. Yeah. A, there's a huge divide with that where people are that's like, oh market. my God, my job. And they're like, no, but we shouldn't be drilling in their land.
1: Um, Americans that believe this need to get off their, their, their little blood clot high. Oil.
0: You see, but that's it's the thing like, though, like, they won't because. Americans have spent the greater part of almost forever making sure that they're the center of the universe, that everyone cares yep. what's going on there and to also really control and distribute media. And it's funny to see that you wanted to control all of this, but then now when, some, when one man has made a complete mockery of your country and people are like, no, you guys are stupid. This shouldn't be happening. You guys need better guidance and now you're upset. And it's like, oh, stick your nose in your own country's business. It's like, that's kind of hard to Messing. do when all you've done is mess with us. You, you know, like the you, populace, it, not just Canada. Like, I mean, like, no, no, everyone. no. But
1: even, even <laughs> listen, 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 Trump going in office not only radicalized a lot of Americans, it radicalized conservative, traditional, ignorant ass white people around the world. If you yep. don't think Trump going in office helped radicalize people in the UK to form Brexit, you're an idiot you don't think trump going in office Brexit radicalized so people in canada Genista. to start the proud boys Like, it, it, you know what i mean but on top of that it's like if we're talking about media literacy which we just spoke about right yeah america had propaganda following after 9-11 for like every day about how bad muslims are specifically arab muslims and it literally to this day there are millions of people who hate people who are muslims specifically arab muslim because of american propaganda that was on every night on the news following after uh which 9/11. is disgusting so what? Well... you see what i mean
0: yeah that's what i'm saying the it's goodness, disgusting and yeah. no, i'm just saying it's disgusting that with that proper first off starting that propaganda and doing it because it has affected so many and it's just sad more water and it's it's mainly disgusting no, i'm is, disgusted by the behavior
1: <laughs> i don't even i don't even want to talk about this class anymore because I, I was in a good mood i was in a good mood we have to talk about the class and now, but we can't, now we kind of
0: had to because you, know, yeah, the inauguration. you have to. he makes the inauguration it so we have just to. happen
1: and he will always make it so we have to once he creates but, that, oh so sorry sure before
0: it so. before we jump off of before we jump off of that i learned something new and i think i told you this so i <laughs> even though i know stuff about like the way the American government system works in politics, I still feel like Uh I barely know anything. Um, I didn't know that if a president is successfully impeached, that they, like, lose, like, everything. I didn't know that. I didn't know if they, like, lose their pension. I didn't know that they lose... Oh, yeah, I heard about that. They lose, like, the Secret Service protection for not only themselves, but, like, their family. And I also Mm -hmm. did not know that they're actually, like... Mm -hmm. No, I also didn't realize that they're actually... I, I, I know that they would... The person who was impeached, like, the former president, if they are impeached... Loses the ability to like run for office. Period. Like in any form.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: didn't know that. It, I I didn't know that it also affects like their kids.
1: Yeah. All, all basically all the all the all the privileges yeah. you get from being the president are no.
0: done. Yeah, I didn't realize that, but I didn't know what it affected like their offspring. I had no idea that like because it's, I think Ivanka wants to run for office somewhere. And that's true.
1: If he gets impeached, none of his kids can run.
0: His none of his kids can run like ever. So like, it actually, it actually affects that. I didn't know that. I thought that it only screwed, like, obviously, you know, Trump is said to be a self-declared billionaire. I don't even know if that's true, whatever. Um, L- him losing his white house pension really i guess really doesn't bother him but the perks of being the former president is that you have secret service protection for yourself and yeah your family i think for i think that's life. what that's he a, wants
1: i don't think the money's yeah, gonna the, bother him. no the
0: money doesn't bother him but i didn't realize i think the two things that are going to bother him if he is successfully impeached is losing the secret service protection and the fact that his children can't run yeah that's going to piss him off more because he said at, know, at like son, some uh, rally. His son,
1: said, his son said he was going to run or something And so like did that Ivanka, that.
0: his daughter. Um, his, um, what was it he say? He had some like, he, because this man had so many rallies that I never under, I've never seen a president have so many rallies before. Um, talking about the fact that they were going to come back in some form. And I was just like, "But well, here's the thing. If you're successfully impeached, you can't even form a party. You can't run and your children can't run. And you also can't fund anything because they're going, literally you get impeached and you get watched for the rest of your life because it's almost like the people who stormed the Capitol committed treason. Don't even get me started on that.
1: Oh, I forgot about, thank you for bringing that up,
0: man. I know. I, I was, I I was, I was about talking that. about it because I of actually... him being impeached and what yeah. he said radicalized so many people that they stormed the Capitol. Like these, yeah. these people willingly committed treason.
1: We, this whole, I feel like this whole thing should be media literacy because that's
0: everything
1: you're talking. literally radical people. You know, you know what made me laugh about that? What? I think for once for once, black people got to stand by and watch the fuckery, bro. I
0: was actually shocked that it happened. But it happened, was When I saw that,
1: when I saw that, what I said to myself is, I think I put it on like Instagram or something, but what I said to myself um, is um white people mm-hmm. have enabled white people to do whatever they have wanted to do for so long yeah it's it's like it's like having a child and letting your child do whatever the hell they want with no consequence, never disciplining them and then you have that day where your child takes that anarchy or that frustration onto you and does something to you. Like I'm back in the day, you used to watch Maury and yeah. the child was uncontrollable and the child would go slap the mom in the face yes. and you're like, "Woo!"
0: You're like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: one's cough. So it's like, it's like that, right? It's like that. So when I was watching it, I was like, America treats white people like a spoiled child you let them get away with everything and now when it comes to you you don't even know what to do you can't even you can't even run the country correctly because you've shown white people that you can't do anything that 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 there's no consequence so even when they attack you you mm-hmm. still give them no consequence and what i mean by that is if this was anybody else bro if this was black people if this was native people if this was spanish people shit if this was asians if this was Anybody, Latinos, they they would have been gunning you down. There wouldn't have been one dead. There would have been at least 25 and the rest arrested. It would have been madness. Yeah. The fact have... that Black Lives Matter had rallies and cops would literally leave their houses and come to the Black Lives Matter prepared, like they were going for war. And they were in full like people, swat
0: they were in full gear. It was insane. And these,
1: people, and these people planned a rally that they knew was gonna happen, and the cops showed up. Like it was a summer day, no, no riot gear, no nothing. And then when these people decided to storm, the cops turned away and let them go. All those cops should be fired. And then when the and then when they got to the Capitol, the security guards of the Capitol let them storm. It was the one black guy that was like running up the stairs. Trying to like, he's like, yo. If I shoot one of them, I might go to jail. But if I don't defend myself, I might get Where fired. there was that but one, just, there was that just one, one Capitol security like, guard
0: or officer who actually knew that some of the senators weren't secured yet, and he actually stopped them same from that, getting. Same I'm yeah, about. so that's the guy you talking about. Talking yeah, he, about. he actually he did successfully. Yeah, he led them away until they was, were secured.
1: They had him in the inauguration. Respect for him, but yeah. but but like but like, it's just like it was when I watched it, I was like, yeah, I, good. I
0: couldn't even believe good. that was happening because
1: because you know you know what it was? It was manifest destiny. Yeah. It was mani- It was manifest destiny. I like, hear what I'm saying. Like, you can go back to any time after slavery was done. Okay, whenever mm-hmm. white people wanted to have fun and have a good old boys' time, they would just run into a black neighborhood, rape the woman, burn the shit, and nobody got arrested. They they would do it in hoods. They would do it without hoods. No, you couldn't do anything. You know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. up to the '60s, a white mob could come into your house, slap you up, take your kid out, whip out his whip out his balls, put it in his mouth they did that to um to, to Edmonton. you know what i mean or they could come in your house in the 60s because like e- even if you were there and you went to buy something somebody's shop and they shorted you change and you complained about it this is the 60s they're coming into your house raping your wife slapping you up and leaving you can't do shit it just is what it is right so when you when you're looking at Tulsa Oklahoma black wall street and them bombing the place and nobody getting arrested like all of these massacres hear white it. people is the thing all of these massacres you hear the white people have done all of these abuse against humanities that they've done after slavery up until like literally the 70s nobody got arrested for that shit yeah when, when you're watching those videos of those girls going to school and the kids going to school and the white people are kicking them in the back no one got arrested for that that was normal so and then you go into like Common era where you have Rodney King and it's foot videotaped and he gets off. And then the last 10 years, you have countless names videotaped and it gets off, right? So you've developed this over time and you have black people talking about white privilege, white privilege, and everyone's like, no, 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 no. Now you watch these people storm up in there like spoiled children and attack their own. Now it's manifest destiny. Now you have to look at yourself and you have to say, okay, OK, yeah, this is fucked up because if you did that in any other country, they would have executed you on the spot. When people try to do coups, they bring them out and they gun you on the spot. My mom was telling me in Trinidad back in the day when they tried to do a coup. And this is like the 70s, 60s, took them out, gunned them on the spot. I Mind you, I, a, a lot of a lot of um, first world countries probably won't gun you on the spot. Unless you're of a, uh, unless you're not of that country, and then it's a terrorist attack. But they're not gonna bomb you. They're not gonna gun you on the spot. But mm-hmm. you would be in jail for life. I'm telling you right now. If I went up to Ottawa and tried to storm the capital, I don't we'll care how dead. nice you think Justin Trudeau is, I would be in jail for the rest of my life. Yeah. If if if, if not if not shot in the neck on the way on the way in. Like that's so the funny it was just thing. Those crazy to me.
0: Those people who did that literally did a form. They did domestic terrorism because they're from there. Oh yeah. What like people can like do
1: domestic terrorism. No, no, But what yeah. I'm saying is
0: they did that and they they. They did or that white and American. they white were, Almost they American. committed treason against their own country. Yes. Look at the guy who went into Nancy Pelosi's office, stole mail, took a photo in her like Yo. chair. I think like, he also took, someone took a computer. I can't remember if it was him or somebody else. This girl, apparently, uh, this girl, She. I saw it, it was uh, released on Twitter. This girl stole someone's computer. I can't remember who and tried to sell it to the Russians. She was released to her parents.
1: Oh, that's, that, that's treason on treason and, on treason. Thank
0: you. And then- What? Uh, the, did, did you by chance see the videos of the people- Hasn't America
1: killed people for less Did opening up secrets? Did you, guys,
0: did, did you by chance see the videos of the people going to the airport after they do this coup. Oh, I kay? love that. Oh, you and them, them getting them stopped videos. because their name has been added to a watch list and they're Ooh. like, they're calling me a terrorist. It's my... And they're like crying. Like, I watched you know this one full-grown is? man in a video break into tears that he's been put onto the watch list and he's been classified as a domestic terrorist. Like, literally getting arrested in the airport and he actually cried. And I was you know just what? like, did you think that you I'm were really untouchable? Like, did you think that this wasn't going to be a thing? they probably sitting there like, I'm not and even... Seeing, blood. And no seeing like... Rice. The amount, And it's funny though, there are some people who actually, when the rally kind of picked up, people went to the rally and were photographing the, they were photographing people. They weren't attending the rally. They were literally taking their camera phones and trying to take as many pictures like in a burst mode as possible you know to post them so they could be identified to be like, oh, these people are at the Capitol. Then people were literally photographing, videoing, especially that one disgusting guy who, did you see the guy who wore the the hoodie that said like, that had the Auschwitz like camp on it?
1: No, I, th- I thought they were all doing that shit. But.
0: No, no, one, one guy in particular, he was wearing a thing that said that, which I thought was so disgusting on the back of the... Isn't it wearing a staff. Nazi
1: anything anti-America? But it is.
0: But did you see the guy who's wearing the hoodie and it said <laughs> it on the front and then on the back of the yeah. sweatshirt it said staff? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Or the guy who wore his work badge during the coup? Yeah,
1: listen, listen. listen. Like, people do Seriously?
0: Things. Listen, it, is so what dis- this is? it is so disgusting. And I would, I, I'm not going to lie. When it happened, I was like, this can't be real. And then I was like, oh, crap, shit, it is real. Come come I was like, on. wait, they're doing what?
1: This is what happens when Trump has you, Basil D. Trump have you sold D. Trump have you sold Basel D. Trump have you sold D. Trump have you sold... Don't sing it too so much. You co- hey, you get hit with copyright
0: if it's longer Yo, but than how many... This is seconds. what it is.
1: For, <laughs> for all my non-Caribbeans, Basil D just means when somebody has your stripping, right? So Trump, Trump has strip stripping. And this is what happens. This is exactly what happens. You did this to yourself. It's, it's, listen, it is funny to me. It is funny on 10 levels. But the woman that got shot, I feel sorry for her. She died for nothing. Jumped in head first, clicked. And then I think other person got shot. Like, listen, man. Didn't listen, like these five are the,
0: people die? These
1: are, the, these are the same people who were in their cars when Trump was first being elected, running down people on the street who, who were marching, Like
0: I remember that,
1: oh my gosh. Listen, man, listen, man, listen, man. I, I, I know it probably won't happen, but they need to do a real change in America. If America wants to be a real leader, this is their time. They yeah. need to just... They, first of all, I don't even know why groups of people are still um, asking for equal rights. First, first of all, just yo, legalize the weed. Um, get everybody out of jail who's there for nonviolent drug offenses. Um, basically, give human rights to everybody. Everybody in the LGBTQ thing. That sounded bad. Everybody in the it, LGBTQ,
0: LGBTQ plus two. Plus and there's another. Two. there's another too yes. and there's another there's another letter give, now but i give actually don't all remember.
1: of the alphabets equal rights give black people equal rights give everybody equal rights make laws against discrimination of all kinds and let's move forward and if you have but it's not time, just about
0: making the laws it's also about enforcing time, them correctly and promptly and not letting yes. people just get away with and, it so and
1: well those laws should be put into hiring policies be put into everything exactly and if you and if you have time it should be first on your agenda but if you have time Let's um work on getting black people reparations because we now know that America has the money. But yeah, let, let, let's get the ball rolling. Like it, listen, listen, listen. Do what Germany did, admit defeat, and let's reconstruct. Okay. Yeah. It's like America. Oh, reminds and can we also like redo that- their
0: entire American police force where you can't just graduate and go to the academy that you actually this have is- to do something and go through psych evaluations, please? Mm.
1: Oh, you should probably have to go to school to get a degree. I've always said police um, officers should. have to You forget to go to school
0: to get in a the U.S. You don't need to do that.
1: No, but you don't, don't have to do it here either, actually. But what I'm saying is, I think all police officers should go to school. It's still harder to be a, a cop degree. in Canada. And, and, it is harder to with, be. It's harder to no, be no, no, a cop no, in Canada.
0: In Germany, it's actually difficult no, no, to become I'm, an I'm officer because you have to go. They, they put a, you through the ringer.
1: I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just but saying American that the American police think, force needs to
0: be totally redone, completely. Listen,
1: America's—I don't live there. America's fucked. But what I'm saying is, all police officers, I believe, should have to go to school to get a university degree, and the courses, because instead of doing this like training, which we know is never going to get done, the courses within the university degree, there you go, should be yeah. about racism and 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 oppression. And like that's what and they you should be should given be proper doing. psych evaluations okay. on yes, what their but biases that, are. That's that should all okay. Listen, listen, listen. When I was going to be a teacher, at the end of it, first of all, before you even get into teacher's college, you have to present a criminal record check, and it's not the regular criminal record check that most people do. It's like the it's the last one. I think it's like letter E or some shit. I forget what it is, but it checks everything. Yes, it so we'll like- checks it checks your entire life, everything you ever did, right? And that's, that's for that. And I'm sure police have that criminal record check to be a police officer. Of course, like, I'm pretty sure that's there. But what I'm saying is like the thoroughness, right? The thoroughness. So what I'm saying is you should have the same thoroughness. You should be able to do the psych checks. I'm not saying do the psych check within the university class, because in the university, I'm sure there's a place with the university where you can't do that, but do the psych check before you let them into the academy. All of that should be done. And I, and you know, for teachers too, a lot of teachers need to do some racism courses too. That's a whole different topic. But, psych- yes, but the psychology, but,
0: but the part about the psych checks, it should be done when they're into the academy, but it also should yeah. be done while they're actually in the academy as well to see if their mentality is stable enough to yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: should. Every so I think it's my like, was telling me is this they, they have like becoming therapists becoming that unstable. you can speak to, though.
0: Yeah, but well, they like, have but therapists also that you can
1: t- speak to. No,
0: I know, but people don't like to do that. So it's also about seeing if a person is showing signs that they are starting to become unstable and that's like that's like an extra layer of something to add to it because you have like listen not all cops are bad the cops who actually want to do their job I'm sure that they have a lot of shit that they deal with but it's also really important to make sure that their mental stability stays in check because your mental stability can shift and you could start hating on anyone if you felt like it where you just are like fuck everything and you want to get rid of them it's important that their mind is taken care of and nurtured so that they don't just like snap
1: Seen that I've seen that with my boy. Um, like it's like he's he's been a cop, and I can I I like I'm not even judging him because I understand it. It's like every day he goes outside and people hate him just because of the uniform. Every day he goes outside and goes, he goes, and there's a reason for that, and there's reasons for everything, right? But from a humanistic value, I can see the way that like he's slowly starting to internalize it. And then when you internalize it, you start to lash back at the people who are lashing at you. It's, an, it's a natural human effect, right? So mm-hmm. if you think that cops aren't doing that, of course they are. And that's why you need, yeah, I agree with you, the psycho variations. I agree with you on that.
0: And it's sure. not only for their protection. It's also for the protection of the people that they're sworn to protect. For
1: both. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I already said I would never want to be a police officer. I'm, I'm not that brave. I'm not I, don't want, I could to never play. be a cop.
0: I could never be a firefighter.
1: I, I, am not I don't want to run into a brick in, building. I'm not jumping in front of the bullet that anybody who is not family. I don't that means I you can never be secret
0: people. service, any of those protection services, because, because you have to take shit. a bullet for your client. No thanks. I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm I'm talking, not built for bro. that. I ain't
1: risking my life for nobody. Fuck out of here, bro. No. Unless you would have to be family for me to risk my life for you. And then even then. You know what I mean? We, get, we got to have a couple
0: <laughs> Family that you're like, yo. Do I even talk to you, though? we like,
1: do <laughs> have a conversation about this, bro. I don't know. Like, I would say I would definitely risk my life for, like, if I had children. If I had children, I'd risk yeah. my life for them at all times. Um, but some people, I'm like, bro, how old are you again? You 89? You're kind of on the way out, bro. I don't know. Uh, it's gonna well, be the way that I, I, I feel know. about
0: my, my two nephews and, like, my nie- like my nieces and stuff, like, I would, yeah.
1: Oh, definitely. I love listen, them. Listen, listen, listen. I love my, my nephews and my niece, so I'm risking my, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I correct that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have kids, but like I love them.
1: And but if I was to, if I was to die right now, my <sighs> nephew is so set. Every all the money I have, it's always his name on every single thing because I have no one else put the name on it. Before before it was always my brother's name. I think me and my brother yeah. always had each other growing up. A kid,
0: yeah, but then once like sure. your brother got now married.
1: Now it's, now it's, now it's my nephew's name. That nigga
0: yeah, that makes sense.
1: Okay. But, but, but no, no, no. I would, no, when it comes to my nephew and my niece, no, it has, that's, that's a whole different. Exactly. Thing. I love my niece, bro. I don't know. I don't know that. Yeah, I would. Yeah. That's not your even. Your
0: niece is your bestie. <laughs>
1: that's my, be- no, that's really my bestie. I'm not going to lie She's
0: I know. Like, I was just saying your niece is like, your bestie. I know.
1: Literally, we, 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 because it's COVID, we didn't get to walk, but usually, well, like, we, we have like a weird relationship, like like like. That sounds strange. Say you saying
0: it's a weird. By the way, you say that okay. sounds strange. Well, it's I not a weird relationship. Your brain is going there. Your brain is pe- not... A lot of people will. The relationship is not weird. Okay, I get you guys, it, I get you it, guys it, just okay, have okay. like. Well, well, you guys well are if you let me explain it, right.
1: if you let me explain it, then I'm just, I'm just clearing up your weird statement,
0: of, saying that's not but, that.
1: But but see this thing. If you didn't jump the gun, if you actually let me explain it, no one would have thought that. But now they would have. You
0: said we have everyone's
1: head. But now you put it in everyone's no, head. No, I didn't. So now this is where the thinking is. OK, well, let me explain. Let me explain this. So What I was saying is, when I met Gwen, is that, like, we'll literally, like, she'll come over. And one day, we just, like, won't even talk. We'll literally just be like, OK, what up? And then we're like, like, I feel like I've made her love movies the way I love movies. So I'm like, what movie you want to watch? No, I'm like, what movie have you seen? And we'll go to, like, Netflix and Crave. And she's like, I've seen that. I've seen that. And then I find something that's like either nostalgic or like new and I'm like, okay. And then like, what I do is I line up trailers for her. So we'll find like five or six or 10 movies and then we'll line up all the trailers and she'll go through all the trailers one by one. She's like, she's like the way she does it, she's like an artiste. Like, you know, when someone is like a food tester and yeah. they gotta try the, all the little food. So she goes through all the trailers, right? And then she'll sit there and she'll be like, okay. She'll pick like her top three. Yeah. And then she'll pick, she'll pick the one she wants to watch for the whole weekend, like her top whatever, five, whatever. And then she'll be like, okay, we're watching that one. And I'm like, okay, okay. So that's how we set it up. And then we sit there and we watch the movie and then we'll watch another one. And then like midway through, I'll be like, you hungry? She'll be like, okay. And then we'll go make tacos and then we'll come back and watch the movie. And that's a whole day. And yeah. then we have another day where usually we'll just go out for like, like a long walk. Like we'll just, cause you have these like little trails through like Brampton. So we'll just walk for like five hours and we'll just talk about life. Like, mind you, life is just kind of like, you know, her school, her friends, her whatever. It's
0: still but her we'll life, just... which is
1: very important. Oh, no, no, no. I Listen, I entertain everything. I entertain it. I'm, listen, I think the one thing I've noticed with kids, like, my brother was always good with kids. And I noticed the one thing he did is, like, I think a lot of people don't do is, like, you have to take children seriously. So, like, whatever their problems are, as minute as they are, take them seriously. Like, mm-hmm. recess as a TV show always did that. I think that's why a lot of kids loved recess. I say it's the best show that I watched that was as a kid. But it's sure like, I loved it. but it's like because they took children and their issues and their problems seriously. And my brother Mark mm-hmm. used to always do that. He would talk to me, my other brother, and take our issues seriously, and we're like, yeah, yeah, I did want the red ball, yeah, that's you know what I mean. So like, <laughs> what I do is like, I, yeah, I entertain her. I. I take all of her issues seriously. I'm like, how could you? Are you serious? That's what happened at school. Mrs. Turner, my God. But like I agitate her, man. But no, she's really smart though. Really, really smart. She's really like, like she'll say things that I'll just stop and be like, wow. Yeah, right. no, but smart. no.
0: I feel like she's more advanced for her age.
1: She is. She is. No, yeah. but my my niece and my nephew, yeah, I'd risk my life for that. But um, let's get off. your nephew, dormant. Baby shark. <laughs> Yo, my nephew hits the baby shark so hard. I've never seen this in my life. Oh, like, so cute. The way this kid, like, I don't know what it is, but when it comes to Baby Shark, especially when it gets to Grandpa Shark, the way he bangs his He, like, bangs together, his hands like I'm like, bro, and Grandpa <laughs> Shark, you have the closed knuckles, and he just goes, like, he's a... Like, he goes in for the last couple of hits. And I'm like, bro, this is your... Like, like Baby Shark is, like, his purple ring. Like, he really... Goes in, like, <laughs> Purple rain, purple rain, and he hits it. Like everybody has their song, right? Like that's his shit. Like he like, like Baby Shark for him is like Return of the Mac for me when I was in my 20s. I thought I was, was the shit. And I know and I know return of the Mac. I used to sing that. I remember another song like that. I remember like getting off my nephew, because this song is trash But I remember like, <laughs> yo, when I when I was clubbing. Gallus was the song. Gallus was the first song I used to see. And my, this might be a Toronto, London thing. If if you grew up in like a Caribbean esque, you know, diaspora, then you, you then you know, you know the tool. But like, whenever that song came on at clubs, I used to see dudes like drop their girls, oh, is running to the center. They're all dancing with each other. Managallus, yes. Yes, my mm-hmm. for a girl every day. I was like, Jesus Christ, and all the girls on the side just looking at them. But I was like, it was that used to be. Hilarious. Mind you, I was in the center too. Don't let me <laughs> lie. That was that was hilarious to me. I used to laugh. That used to be hilarious. To me. Shit, man. that is funny. What else? What else happened this year? I feel like I'm missing something.
0: Well, I think it's happened this year. It's only January. Sorry.
1: <laughs> There was something else I was gonna say and I cannot freaking remember for the life of me, but it's fine. Um no, what are what are things that um I, you know, what, let's do it. What are things that you don't want to see continue in 2021, even though this is nonsense because we know it is ignorance always wins. Um I would say I would one would like thing for I... the
0: lockdown to be over so that spending time with people I love you, that I can actually not get in trouble for it. It's not gonna happen, man. <laughs> That's what I would like not to see. Listen. Uh, oh, speaking I'm of that, sorry, that not to get off topic. Did you hear about New Zealand?
1: Zealand? Yeah, they had that big party. I've seen that on Instagram. New
0: Zealand now is, is, they lifted all restrictions. You still can't travel there, but they lifted all restrictions for the citizens. They're completely COVID-free.
1: So they they were able to test every single person in the country and eradicate it, at least in that country. Apparently. Now good. That's good. They and the
0: fact the that the Prime, they're Prime an Minister... Island, yeah, they listed the fact all the. The island makes
1: it well. It's it's easier to do it in like mm-hmm. a Caribbean island or a place like wow. When you have these countries that are on, when you have a bunch of countries on one island, a continent mm-hmm. essentially, it's harder. But you yeah, still I can't. You good. still
0: can't travel there, obviously. But the citizens of yeah, New Zealand, they, they, they don't want to. They are eyes. able exactly. And the I'm, citizens I'm, of I'm New I'm Zealand sure are they able to like, travel out. No, no they're they're no, they can't. They're supposed you can go to, like see your friends and your family and they've been able to like they're in the process. I think now of opening up schools and like the testing thing. But you can't you may bring it back home. Exactly, but like cuz the rest of the world is still messed up. So yeah. it, the prime minister officially released that like, yeah, we're covid free. All citizens, all the restrictions have been listed off of citizens. They can like go about their daily lives as they normally would.
1: You know, New Zealand's a really proper country, man. I remember watching this video on Facebook one day where it was saying, I didn't think about this. It said, New Zealand is the only colonized land in the entire world that when it was colonized, they incorporated not some, but all of the native culture. And the native culture is entrenched in the new zealand culture it's not like um australia canada america where when it came to the indigenous culture they put them through like residential schools mm-hmm. and made them like er- eradicated mm-hmm. right and it's just like you see it like whenever you see the new zealand teams they do the, the dance you know what i yeah, mean like you, i think that is and, so uh, cool. and Australia's right there they ain't doing that shit and you see it and it's just like wow like mind you i haven't been to new zealand i don't live this i don't know the context of any of this i'm just saying what i saw on, on a video but no, it's really good, but no, good heads off to New Zealand for that. Yeah. Good for that. No, but I don't. I, I honestly, I'm just happy I have a job working from home. I'm not complaining. Me too. I'm, I'm glad gonna, that I get to gonna work from home. just going to save my money and I'll be in a better place when this is over. But um, I don't think it's going to end. I kind of just like, I guess, what do I not want to see?
0: Right now, we're on. Right now, we're on track for the same trajectory as when the Spanish influenza happened, which took two years.
1: It's, it's not going to end. It, I just, no, I'm I saying, just saying, no, no.
0: It, t- it took two years for yeah. it to technically be eradicated from people to go back to their daily lives. But remember, then there was like the flu shot, another all this other wave, kind of stuff. Way. Yeah, so, but the whole thing no, is no, like, the, the other wave is right now. So we went through a year of it. This is now the second year. It took the full two years for the Spanish influenza epidemic like, uh, epi- to like go away. Hmm. So no, I, I, we're now no, in year I, I two which sucks. I get
1: that. I get that. I just, I'm just, I'm not looking at a, at a closed date is I guess what I mean. Like when it comes to COVID, I don't even have those conversations anymore. Cause it's like, There's Oh, no it's going to end now. And then like, just, just let it, let it take its course, you know, take your vitamins, drink your water, wear a mask, be
0: Wash your hands.
1: logical. Wash your hands. Yeah. Wash like, your like, hands. Stop like, going I, to places
0: with like 40 people.
1: Yeah, but when when it comes to those like when is it gonna end conversations, I don't even bother with that because it's like would, what, what's the point? Just,
0: I would like for a sense of normalcy to come back if people would just do what they need it's to not, do. It's not, no, no, it's I not. said a sense even of normalcy. Even if it
1: even if it ends, it's never gonna be the way it was. No, no,
0: no. I mean a sense of normalcy where people just do what they have to do, where people can still go and see people and like be able to like hang out with your friends and not get like an eight hundred dollar ticket. That's what I'm talking. No, I,
1: about. I get it, I get it, but it's, I don't
0: mean for it to go back to that. We're gonna be probably wearing. Listen, man, I've noticed that from wearing a mask. I didn't catch a cold this year.
1: That's actually true. I never thought about that, but that's actually really true. Yeah, wearing wearing is probably going to be. I understand
0: normal. now. If you if you if you happen to have a cold and you're taking public transit or whatever it is, put a mask on. Cough into that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Sneeze into that. If you have to go to the doctor, if you're not in a car, or even if you're at work and you feel like you're coming down with something, throw on a mask. Like it actually yeah, does help stop the spread. And wash your hands.
1: Like, like I said, we Asians had it right the whole time.
0: I know. Also, when we first were wearing them, it definitely did help with my allergies. And I would go for my walks on the when we first were in this, like in 2020, it actually stopped me from inhaling all the stupid spores I'm allergic to. <laughs> so yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. They were onto um, something. Now I get it.
1: Yeah, if you have allergies or if you have a cold, put a mask on and you're good. Yeah. Like it just, I think it works. No, I agree. Hand sanitizer. Agree.
0: If you can't wash your hands immediately and then wash them after, it works.
1: Yeah, a lot of the things we used to do are well, you look back at it now, but we spoke about this before. Like yeah. a lot of the but things I, that but we have always wash my hands at at my house, now, the first thing I do is like, wash my hands It's anyway. like fucked up, like like going to buffets and all of that. But we spoke about this. We spoke about this. Like but it's is but but, but I other than I other
0: than that, I would say the one thing that I don't want like I don't even know. I think I just want like I'm lucky enough that I have a job and I get to work from home. Um like I said, I would just like to be able to just like go out and like not necessarily go anywhere in particular, <laughs> just like be able to like do something outside of my house right now. Um, because remember, I don't have a balcony, so it's not like I can just walk outside. And that's there's not a lot I wish I could do. So it's to a weird honest, question. I want I, 2020 I, to just like be chill. Cause
1: 2020 there, was a hell of a ride. There's things I want to stop in 2021, like I want the cancel culture shit to really stop. Like I just like cancel culture to, won't like, stop. That's why I had to eliminate all of the um it's just like it's just like the same exact way how I said the right wing was radicalized with their bullshit, the left wing has been radicalized with their bullshit. And cancel culture is part of their bullshit. It's a left wing. It's bullshit. not gonna stop though. And it's just like it's so annoying. It's like it's like it's like and I look at it and I'm just like, as you get older too, you start to realize like people grow. Like mm-hmm. the person I was at 18 is completely different from the person I am now. And I'm sometimes ashamed of who I was at 18 or 25. Like not, not necessarily in a bad way, but I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Ah, oh, that was kind of messed up. Ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that, I shouldn't have said that. So it's just like, you grow. That's the whole part of being a human being, you grow. So it's like, it, it's we're not we're not allowing people to grow. Like, I, like, okay, if it comes to like sexual assault and things with children, yes, I agree. Like you're done, you're done for life, I get that because that's an actual crime, you've committed a mm-hmm. crime. So you're done for life, makes sense. But it's like, when it comes to just the things people say, like people can change, people's views can change, right? Um, it's just like, I think you just gotta let people grow, man. Like I always said, this generation would have hated Malcolm X, they would have hated Tupac, they would have hated a lot of people. It's just like, you gotta let, you gotta let, I just feel, I feel like a lot of the joy is taken out of like, art. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah. and like this whole, this whole, and mind you, this is, this this started with social media. Social media gave everybody a voice. And as we get older, we realize everybody didn't need a voice. Social media gave us a voice. So somebody might yeah. say, we don't need a voice, right? But it's like, yeah. it gave everybody a voice. So that's kind of the reason why this is happening. And but some yeah, voices think, are always
0: louder than others.
1: I think cancel, cancel calls need to stop. Like I think, I think I've reached that point where I'm just like, oh God. Like the next time I hear something and it's just like, yeah, I think, I think that, and I don't know. What else did I hate about 2020? Or what else do I not want to see continue? I don't know. Um, I feel like the things I hated are already out the door, like Trump, so it's not like it's I <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, like I, I could wish for some really expansion things. Like, oh, I want this to happen. I know it's not going to happen. So, no. Nah, but I think, yeah, I, I would say cancel culture. I want cancel culture to fucking stop. Cancel culture got to stop, bro. But outside of that, I think, I think, I think uh, society will uh, push forward in whatever direction it. It does. To be honest, and I've had this conversation with you. I feel like whenever society chooses to push forward in whatever direction it is, there's mm-hmm. always motherfucking ignorant individuals who just can't let it happen and it's usually conservative people because the whole point of conservative is conservatism is traditionalism right it's to keep things mm-hmm. where they are so it's just like it's just like if black people are getting rights it's like no we can't have that happen well why not well i don't know because we, we never had it happen before so why have it happen now if gay people are getting rights no we can't let them get married well why not oh because it's never happened before and religion religion but don't we live in a society that's separate from religion yeah but religion you know what i mean so it's like you go through these things right and it's just like i look at life and i'm just like bro people have to just embrace change in society like especially this generation like especially like because they embrace change in technology all the time like every five seconds is a new device so treat life like you treat technology or just embrace change like you know if a group of people decide to appear from like the ooze and say this is who we are okay go on do you if they want rights for who they are go on do you just let it be just let it be you know what i mean if you see people arguing yeah. for rights that have that, that they've been arguing for for a hundred years then give it you know what i mean like i just think society just and like i was saying this to um when I was having the convo, uh, I was having a. Convo, this is the same fucking convo I was having. She was a long ass convo. <laughs> but but when when we we're talking about this, we were talking about like like the, the whole dating culture thing now in two thousand and twenty. How it seems like these this generation just like, it's like all the guys are just dating for. I, I guess guys have always dated for pussy. I don't want to say that, but that's common shit. That doesn't change. But. I, I I don't know what the guys are dating for me because I'm not a, a nigga. I'm not a girl. So you would have to tell me that. But it seems like all the girls are dating for like, do you have money? Do you got a bag? It's a new thing, right? And I've it's never just been like, like
0: that, so I can't even answer that and question.
1: It's, and it's just like, we were going back and forth on the topic, right? And I've gone back and forth on this topic with a lot of people. I was on another podcast, mm-hmm. went back and forth on this fucking topic. I hate this topic at this point. But what I said to end it off is, I just said, you know what, man? It's Darwinism. Evolution is going to kill these motherfuckers out anyways, bro. Because it's like. We're getting to a point in our society, we've been getting mm-hmm. to this point. You had the female rights movement, you had this, you had that. That's what I want to talk about, Kamala, I'll touch it. But you got the female rights movement, you got this, you got that, you got this, you got that. Like, yeah. we've got to this point, you have sexual liberation, you have all these things. Like, bro, society has is getting to a point where we are truly becoming equal. Despite m- male sexual violence of women, And despite a few executive jobs that don't want to pay the same to a man and a woman, and even that old boy culture is going out the window, okay? Because people people don't want to get sued now. HR is on that shit. But Mm -hmm. society is moving to equality. So with that being said, that society is moving to equality, it means that one day people can actually date for love and we won't have to be dating each other for resources, like fucking animals, right? And it's just like, we're almost there. So it's just like the people that are in this active fight to be like, women need to be submissive and women need to stay home and women need to go back in the kitchen. And it's like, yo, we need a two income household to survive especially if you live in a major city which is where the majority of population lives. That's the majority of where jobs are, right? And then you and then you have like this thing where it's like, men need to be like back in the day and pay for our bills and buy us houses. And it's like, with men having mass school debt and women graduating and also having school debt and us now being on the same equal footing, if you don't have the money, why do you think I have the money? So like, I, just, I think, I think we're, we're almost getting to this point of equality where like, men are gonna be raised to cook clean and everything the same way women are domestically raised that way. So everyone can take care of themselves and women are being educated as much as men and people are graduating the same. So eventually we're going to get to a point because I realize now men are asking the same things of women that women have been asking of them for years. Do you have a job? Are you in school? Uh, How much money do you have? So like, if you can't answer those questions then you shouldn't be asking them yourself. But I think we're getting to an age where it's coming to equality. So all these people who are like fighting against this and wanna go back to this patriarchy state where like people are being taken care of even though it's no longer financially suitable now, they're gonna die off, right? I've said this a thousand times, right? And the conversation I was having with her was like, yo, every generation has like a group of people whose parents raised them like this. Their parents are the ones that raise them with these traditional values and tell them these things and it's fucked up because you're pushing your kid out into a world where nobody else in that world believes this but your child so if you're pushing this girl out into the world telling her that a guy is supposed to take care of her and then a man does not it, it's like what the hell and then years later mm-hmm. she's like you know what i mean i hate all I, men because you didn't yeah. do what my daddy said you were supposed to do right but you're setting your daughter or son up for a world that no longer exists and i've realized that people that people that have been raised like this they're the ones who are always single and always complaining because they have expectations for people in a society that doesn't run that way anymore. You know right. what I mean? And, yeah. and they're being left alone and then they're miserable and then they get into situations where they may have a kid and then they teach it to their kid and they continue the ignorance on. But eventually no one's going to want to breed with these motherfuckers anymore, <laughs> men and women and they're just gonna die off. That's the point I'm making here. Oh Society God. will kill these people off. All these men that believe that you have to be in the kitchen and all these women that believe that you have to have a million dollars and for some reason their pussy deserves 1% money. Society's gonna kill these motherfuckers off, okay? It's going to do it. So just, just let Darwinism work the way it's gonna work. And it's gonna burn <laughs> these motherfuckers off and we're gonna have a brighter day after this. And oh that's gosh. what I realized, man. Yeah. You, uh, that's my mentality of 2021. That's
0: fine. No, I agree with you. <laughs> I've never not said I don't. I think, I think I will always say that it's disgusting how anyone still wants to be taken care of in this society.
1: Yeah, it just it just men and women, because the, the, the yeah. men who say that, like, I want a woman to do this and this, you still want to yeah. be taken care of, it's just not financially, right? So, yeah, it goes like, it's both ways. Society has shown that the fittest will always survive. So if you're a man that lacks these skills or a woman that lacks this perspective, you're just going to die off. Eventually, no one's going to want to breed you, no matter how good you look. Because um, men have now started to to not put so much emphasis on beauty as much as they used to. So they're like, I don't care how beautiful you are, like they they niggas know pussy is pussy. So it's just like it's it's what it's what what else do you have? You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. society's going to kill these motherfuckers, out, bro. We don't have to do it. We like there's only so many times I got to hear about a Birkin bag and those bitches are going to die. So it's fine. Um uh someone's gonna say that it was violence against women you said that last piece there justin but um but nah 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 um i would say what do i want to see come out of this year i think i remember when we were watching soul i want to talk about this i really liked the movie when i watched it as
0: you guys that know we're so, movie so buffs
1: good. so we watch everything every blood clotting and i liked um soul yeah, and really the reason good. why the reason why I like Soul is because the mean you have talked about this before. And when I was younger, I used to always say I want to see a black movie that's not made for a black person, but a black movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But now, I now I'm able to articulate that better. And you know what it is? It's like I enjoy seeing. Oh, that's my, that's my freaking Roku TV. I was like, what? <laughs>
0: like your TV I, was flashing.
1: <laughs> I, am, I don't know. My TV has no respect. Um, I Doesn't enjoy I enjoy seeing. Black characters in movies. And then when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, they could have gave this role to anybody. I like that. Because that means that this was not specifically written for a Black character. And therefore, we don't have the typical Black stories of like, he was struggling, and he was broke, and she had to sell pussy, and he had to dance and sell drugs, and she had to be the smartest in her class. She had to be an exceptional Black top five to get out. And it's just like, ah. Or it's the relationship ones where it's like he gave you aids and I don't hear that. So it's just like I like to see shit where like it's a regular movie and that character could have been anybody. Like when I was watching Soul, I was like, okay, they 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 had black themes. Obviously, his the, the mom um, worked at um, the um,
0: what was the Taylor it? The, um, shop. The fitting
1: the tailor took at the tailor shop, but even the tailor shop, it could have been a hair salon. It was a tailor shop. The mom worked at the tailor shop, but you could see like the blackness and the conversations and the love, you know what I mean? And then he was into yeah. jazz music, which is historically black, but I guess the face of it is now white, but you could see the blackness and the, the sounds and the feel, you know what I mean? So th- there was the essence in there, but the key, character himself being somebody who's passionate about music who dies in the first five seconds of the movie and then he goes to the unknown where the other souls are because he skipped his way to heaven or whatever and then he meets a soul who who doesn't want to go to earth because they just want to stay here and nothing forever and then they they both kind of find each other anybody could have had that story anybody could have voiced it it could have been any culture you could have done any race and it was a good fucking job and i was like Pixar always kind of does that. So, like, I'm not mad at Pixar. I, I expect that from Pixar. It oh, was Pixar really make the best movies. They like,
0: make you the movies that'll make you cry.
1: Yeah. I was like, this is really good, especially anybody who has a passion for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that really hit. Like, I was watching it and I was like, yo, this is a really good movie. And I, I like,
0: also like, hope- I was just going to say, I also like the fact that you first find out that he really wasn't into jazz music until his dad took him. Mm-hmm. To like to listen to jazz live, and he's like, no, it's a part of our culture. Like you need to listen to this, and then yeah. this love affair started, and I really liked that.
1: Thank God the nigga had a dad, but yes, yeah, yes, <laughs> true. Um, but um, but, but but no, like like I liked it, and I was like, I want to see more shit like that. Yeah, like even like even when me and you, me and you were talking in the car yesterday, and I won't give it away, but we had an idea based off of something that you did in school, and. As you were telling me, I was just excited. I kept drawing it out, drawing it out. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's good, it's good, it's good. And it's just like, I liked it because the idea could be at any college. It could be any girl. And you just happen to make it to make to make it black, like like it doesn't have to be like the tropes, you know what I mean? And I yeah, and like I even like that. So I hope that and they they've been doing that. I think I think Issa Rae and Donald Glover and Ava DuVernay have had a large hand in that. And like I, I always I always tip my hat to them. And I I want to see that more. Like I want to see I'm liking what I'm seeing um, mm-hmm. with with the with with the, with the content I'm seeing. I just want to see more shit like that. Like I really like Soul. I thought it was a real good movie. It I think was. a lot of people that have kids will, will like that movie. I think it's real good. Yeah.
0: It was really good. I know, was oh good. man. I wonder what else. What else happened? Shit. Nothing. I
1: swear there was some other bullshit. I swear what? there was some other oh. I shit. G- I generally can't even remember. Even... Let me let me get five minutes to Kamala. I said I was gonna do this middle. To who? Let me give five minutes. Kamala, Kamala. Let me give five minutes. Oh, Kamala,
0: sorry. But... <laughs>
1: Disrespect. We've been disrespecting Colin on this podcast, but no, no. I actually. Um, How disrespect I'm her? Joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. The I'm joking. people who no, disrespected no, I, her was
0: like bloody Vogue putting her on that cover um, and giving her such a crap a, cover. A lot. Okay, yo, the second cover yo, was a lot better. The cover that they gave her looked like it was like half ass and not even proper. Ugh.
1: I didn't. I. I'm. I'm not a fashionista person, so I. I get it. If you are, that cover is going to hit you. To me, it was just like cover, but I get it. But I think a lot of people this you know I didn't know this I was watching Vlad and like there's this group of people what are they called ASOS ASOS African it's like I thought
0: you were talking about the clothing company ASOS
1: (laughs) no okay maybe I am thinking about the clothing company that's not what it is though but it's (laughs) like I think the acronym acronym, the acronym is something like African American Ascendants of slaves so AFOS uh, a AFOS or something. But basically they've they've trust me, they've been in the media. I've been seeing this yeah, shit forever. Yeah. But like I never really gave it attention, right? And then because I never really cared to even look it up or even care about this whole type shit. But then Vlad, I watched a Vlad interview and he was interviewing somebody and they were talking about how like the whole thing with Kamala and the reason why people in America don't like her is because it started with the AFOS theory, which their whole theory is that um caribbean people are not black so first of all african-american people who african-american people who are descendants of slavery of of west africa and maybe central africa they are saying that those people are the original jews when you know jews are from israel and israel is just above africa and the slave trade happened on the west side of Sub-Saharan Africa, millions of miles, not well, thousands hmm. of miles below and in central. But their whole point is for some okay. reason that African Americans, okay. for some reason, the, the slaves, the slave, the slave ships, because remember, they they took all the slaves, right? But their point is that the slave ships that they dropped off in America had the original Jews in them. But the slave ships that they dropped off in South America and the Caribbean, I have to explain it this way to show the stupidity, but the slave ships that they dropped off in in South America and the Caribbean and Central America, those ones did not have the original descendants of Jews in those ones. So I guess when when they went to Ghana to pick up the slaves- What did Jews have to do with
0: black slaves-
1: well i think what no no okay so let me so these these people of asos believe that they are the original jews like you know like you know like there's a lot of people that fought over who the original jews are i don't give a shit my but whole face is,
0: i wish people could but, all see my so, if you're listening to this so, i'm confused
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get to, to the meatness okay because i had get to understand it, it myself I don't, so i had it. to really dig so this is the point it's what they're saying so what they're saying is okay. So let's let's start. It. Let's start it from the beginning here, okay? Okay. So I had to really educate this. What they're saying okay. is so okay. I'm gonna start with some factual shit. So Jews mm-hmm. came from Israel at that time, and the Jews at that time looked Arab. Okay. No one says they looked fucking Arab, okay? okay. And then there was, three, there was three tribes of Jews within that area. Same way you would go to like England back in the day and they would have three tribes, the Welsh, right. the, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the Anglos, the Saxons, so yeah. there was three tribes there. One tribe was the Ashkenazi, I'm sure I fucked that up, Jews. And they went to Europe and they blended in over years with the European people. And that's okay. why they look white. And those are the Jews that we have all over North America as well. The second one was another tribe of Jews that stayed Arab and didn't, and didn't go to Europe, but they went into North Africa. So okay. like Morocco and those places, yeah. and they still look Arab and they're Jews. And the third tribe was a tribe that went into Ethiopia and the Horn of Africa, Somalia, and they mixed in with the Africans over there. And that's why you have Ethiopian Jews. But that's the facts to the point. But okay. what a- what athos is saying is that... So remember, we have the continent here, right? Right. Somalia and Ethiopia. And well, let's, let's just say this, right? For a long period of time, the world was just the Mediterranean Sea. Nobody knew anything else outside of the Mediterranean Sea. Uh-huh. That's where civilization was happening. So you had like Southern Europe, Northern Africa, and the Middle East, and they were all fighting over... The, the travel routes in the Mediterranean mm-hmm. Sea, which right? That was, the, that was the whole world. That was Jesus. Yeah. That was the whole world for thousands of years. So the Black people that were in North Africa, especially like the Horn, Somalia and those people, they've been mixing in with Europeans and Arabs and North Africans for years. And none of those people had any connection to Sub-Saharan Africa, which is the Africa below that we know, mm-hmm. right? Because there was miles of trees in between. So no one and no one had any need to go down there because all the money was right there in the Mediterranean Sea. What are we going down mm-hmm. here for? But despite those factual things being there, okay. let me get to my point. Let me get back into it. So what AFOS is saying here is that when they were capturing the slaves from West Africa and Central Africa, not mm-hmm. from anywhere near Israel or anywhere mm-hmm. even near Somalia or anywhere even near those places. They, some of those Africans that they captured were original Jews. I don't know how they got from Israel down there, but for some reason mm-hmm. they got there is what they're saying. This is, okay. this is back before railroads. This is back before railroads, back before cars, back before anything. But they got there, okay? When, <laughs> okay. They, when, when they got there and they would because you know how they piled them all up on the Ganyan coast and ready to ship them off so Mm -hmm. i'm guessing that when the ships came to pick up these people some ships were like i'm going to america give me the jewish ones and then the rest of the ships were like i'm going to the caribbean and south america give me the miscellaneous ones i'm guessing that's the way they divided it because ASO says
0: okay okay that
1: only black americans are descendants of jews this is what they're saying so let's 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 Keep it in context here, okay? That's what they say. Then they say that Caribbeans are not um, are not black people. Caribbeans are a mix, but they're not black people. I I, I don't know. We're both mix Caribbean. A lot of people. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm guessing Biggie is not black. Buster Rhymes is not black. There's a lot of people that they love in America. That but if you're going to say they're a mix they of something, you have to
0: believe what you're a mix of. So what is the mix supposed listen, to be
1: Listen, of? I don't even know what America defines black as because every three years they change the shit up. So <sighs> the point is, is that Caribbeans are not black. And therefore that is why Kamala Harris, I thought they were mad at Kamala Harris because she was Jamaican and Indian. And I don't know, but, and, and, and I thought they were, but they're really mad at her because she's not African-American black and Jamaicans are not black to them. So listen, I don't know, it was confusing. I'm half Jamaican. I, I was trying to understand this shit, I really was. I don't Does know. Does my face but.
0: show you that I don't get it? Okay, good. Just, just making sure.
1: So long story short, I know I went on a tangent here. I'm sorry for this whole tep shit I had to lay down here and this, um, but I do love a good conspiracy theory. I actually do, I'm sorry. There was one about Justin Bieber and um, Joe Biden being lizards, I thought that one was jokes. But what? the point is, listen, 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 you go down the dark side of YouTube. you're The point is, is that oh I was on Vlad and he was talking about it. And he was talking about the same way I was talking about it. And apparently there, she's not black and Caribbeans are not black. But in my mind, I'm like, there's a lot of Caribbean people in America that you guys love and don't even know they're Caribbean. Hellie Bella, Bell what's his name, Belafonte? That motherfucker ain't black either, I guess, because he's Caribbean, right? Sydney Poitier, that motherfucker ain't black either. Um, You know what the joke is? I swear ASOS loves people like Farrakhan. Farrakhan's Bayesian. So he ain't black. (laughs) He's stupid fucks. But the point is, she's not black. That's the point. So I didn't know this. So I sat there and I was like, oh, oh, okay. So, okay. So they don't consider her black. Listen, I'm sorry I brought this up. I went down the dark web. I just had to bring it on this podcast. You didn't go
0: down down the dark web. The dark web is something completely different.
1: Yeah, I was. I was on Vlad. I was in Dogwood. I just want to see what you thought about um, this. This shit about her. Not can't being you? Black. Can't
0: you see in my face? I don't you get know it.
1: <laughs> you know I won't even. I'll just get right past it. I so think, I think it's nonsense. I want to bring that up. I want to bring that up to also say that I am happy to see a black woman in the White House. Um, i, I like, you know, you know what? I also want to stop in 2020 More. and we can leave it there is black people going through this whole thing about who's black and who's not black. Yeah, it's exhausting there, there. and unnecessary, like, bro. Like, like, we need to stop picking and choosing, okay? Like, if you're gonna say Kamala's not black, then Obama's not black, J. Cole's not black, Drake's not black, Bob Marley is not black, he's half white. So, like, we need to stop doing this. Like, that's just, let's, right? Uh, it's exhausting and the, unnecessary. Uh, yeah, yeah. But Stupid. basically, I was happy to see her. I feel like my niece has grown up in an era where like she gets she got to see Obama for eight years and then she mm-hmm. to see Trump, sadly. But now she gets to see Kamala. I think Kamala should have been president, but I also think they're setting that up for second term, and that's good. But um I think I think it's great. I think it's great for young black girls to grow up and see that. I remember um when Obama became president, I was in college. And I remember I was like just yo, I had an interesting time with like with like, um, how should I say this? Um, Somehow of the entertainment world just worked in my favor. I don't know what it was, but like when okay. I was graduating high school was when Kanye West graduation dropped. And it was like the theme song to that shit. I was waking up like, good morning. Good morning. And then 808s and Heartbreaks came out when I like got my heart broken for the first time. And I was like, in my first year of college. And I was like, you know, you're singing the heartbreak song. It was it was like the media was just hitting for me. but. No, so um when Obama, when Obama <laughs> okay. became president, okay? Right. I was in college. I remember my like first, I was my first year in college. And you know when you get to college, if you've been to college, anyone has been to college or da da whatever, it's like you have this idea that you can change the world. You're like, oh my God, like and everybody's coming in and you're like, okay, you're gonna be a teacher, I'm gonna be a scientist, I'm gonna be an engineer, I'm gonna make the next Google, I'm gonna do this. So everyone's excited, and it was like. Yo, I remember when Obama was in college, like when I I was in college and Obama was becoming president, like it was really a thing for me because as a black man, just being in college and like seeing another black man with so much prestige and class just on the stage, holding himself and someone beside him and his beautiful kids and he's articulate and he's he's not on some nigga shit. You know what I mean? And he he wins, he wins. And it's just like, oh my God, and everyone's behind him. And there was that whole message of change, that whole, Propaganda they had for change, but it was good. I sucked into it. It was great propaganda. I loved it. Right? You had the "Will I Am" song. I woke up this morning yeah. remember that shit, and Boondocks made fun of it. But like, it was an amazing time. I remember that, and I remember feeling like my ambition was part of Obama's ambition. And like, I'm gonna do this, and he's doing this. And it was, and for once in my life, there was like these real life figures to look at. Because when you're growing mm-hmm. up as a kid, you always have these figures like. Martin Luther King and this and but they're like from in the past you know what I mean it was really good it was a moment and I feel like that is the moment now for like young black girls
0: yeah I could agree with that for them to see to see a black woman be the vice president and to be doing what she's doing and having and just seeing something actually change which I think is going to give a lot of young black girls I don't know just the aspiration of like hey like I can do that Like I can do anything like this is possible. And I think that's amazing.
1: I think, I think, I think it's going to be good. I think, I think I can't, and you usually don't get to see it until years later. So it's like, we talked about how like, like Cosby show came out. You saw the effects later, different world came out. You saw the effects later. Obama came out. Sadly, you saw white America's effect right away, but in black America, you're also seeing the effects coming later as well. Right. So I'm pretty sure the effects will come from this as well. in like the following generation.
0: And it'll be nice to see. Yeah,
1: man, I think it's good, man. I'm happy for Kamala, man. I'm, I'm happy for Kamala. I'm happy for um, America. Um, I'm not like enthralled in it because I'm old enough to know that like both parties are bullshit. But um, I'm happy with the imagery that they have casted on this one, but in the old imagery. So, yeah. And at least I know the stupidness is not going to be at the same level that it once was. So it's, yes, it's a completely different. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, agreed.
0: You actually, it's funny, you're, you're actually having, um, you have two people who actually have experience in politics. Who have a background. Oh, okay, so I see
1: what you're trying to say. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Who have yes, the experience in politics, that, have That used background. to be a normal
1: thing. That used to be yeah. a normal thing to say.
0: <laughs> They've come back to like, that what? now. Yeah. yeah I saw like, your face. I was like, he doesn't get what I'm, I'm saying.
1: Because when you were saying it, I was like, isn't that always how it is? And I was like, oh. No.
0: I'm like, no, it wasn't. For, it wasn't. For the past four years, it wasn't. You're right.
1: You're right. You're right. So You're it's right. nice. No, it is good. It's, it's it's nice. good. it's good. It's good. It's nice. It's nice. I like it. I like it. Um yeah, man. I'm Especially on Kamala's
0: it. part, the fact that she has a massive understanding of the law.
1: Yep. yep. That's why I
0: actually like that as well. So
1: And I think I think I think this gives Joe finally I don't think Kamala did anything wrong by locking up people. Like I don't know why people
0: No, she did her job
1: yeah what what do you mean she did her job but i think but i think i think this gives joe this gives joe the chance to like make amends for everything he did
0: i could see that
1: he can roll that all back no no, i can see that because 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 what people have been talking about for the longest while is rolling back joe's policies and clinton's Mm -hmm. policies so roll it back yeah make amends what you said before about people saying
0: that what you said before about Kamala and I was like, well, she did her job. If you, when you're, when you're a prosecutor, your your job is to prosecute with the evidence that is given to you. Listen, A prosecutor's job is not to look at it and say, Oh, well, no, you have to take the evidence that's in front of you. You do an investigation and you do your job.
1: But one thing I've learned in life, niggas is going to make, right? So like, what is she supposed to do? not do
0: not do her job and then and then the funny thing is when you are a prosecutor hold on when you are a prosecutor if you don't do your job you lose your job so what so that doesn't make any sense it's stupid we
1: we 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 have always had this perspective when obama was in office these people said he wasn't black enough and then they were mad that like he,
0: Trump he, is the one who opened, to, tried to open an investigation. Came in. You forget,
1: and then no, Trump I know was the Trump one. who want his birth
0: certificate. Da, 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 da.
1: But I'm saying, when he was in office, there was black people doing the same shit, right? Right. So it's and like I said, the it's same, stupid. The same people who are mad at Kamala for doing her job, or the same people who were mad at Obama because he wasn't the black president, because he didn't do everything for black people. He didn't have an agenda just for them. These people will always exist. These are the same people who. Well, the same conversation we're having yesterday where it's like, we've reached a point where it's like, where it's like, people are now into your like dating world. Like they're just like, like a celebrity dates a girl and they're just like, okay, she's not black. Okay, we're mad. Okay, she is black, but she's light-skinned. We're still mad. Okay, she's black, but she's dark-skinned, but she's a pretty dark-skinned girl. So she has pretty dark-skinned privilege. We're still mad. Okay, she's black and she's a BBW, but she's still pretty. So do I have to date Precious, bro? Yo, that was the one thing that pissed me off. I was on a podcast, like, oh, I wish Daniel was on this episode. I was on a podcast, okay? And the podcast was about colorism and it was, a, it was a good podcast. It was me and my boy, Daniel on it. The people that were doing it were a little bit younger than us, but we were able to have a concrete conversation. Mine and Daniel's perspective was just like, we a all
0: a concrete conversation learned. where a girl went in later and put, and made editor's notes over top of points that cut you off. Oh, That's a good podcast. Man, I about that. That's a good I podcast. Okay, sorry. Okay.
1: I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Sorry. sorry. I didn't. But the point is that <laughs> our perspective on the podcast, our perspective on the podcast was that, we understood all the complaints of so like, okay, where do we move forward though? We need to unheal. And I said this many times on this podcast. All black people they have get the to, like unlearn and whatever. But what I was but what I found um interesting mm-hmm. with the podcast <laughs> with the podcast is that what was I fucking gonna say? <laughs> Shit, I forgot my point.
0: But hey, you're you talking about precious.
1: Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, we're right. on the podcast and the host of the podcast, one of her topics was like um was precious precious's announcement about being in her name is
0: gabby i <laughs> stop calling her precious i'm
1: sorry i'm sorry, sorry. gabby cinnabay's announcement about being in a relationship with a white guy and how people are getting at her for her dating preferences or whatever and like you know what? Fuck. We're going to get canceled. Fuck. Let's just stop doing it. Let's stop.
0: I'm just making <laughs> a face because I'm it. warning it. you. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. No, 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 no. I'm going there. No, I'm where, going there. I'm going, where, I'm going, where going. going. I'm going where there. Where are no, going? stop me now. I'm stop not stopping you, you. I just didn't get it.
1: You'll see. I'm going with it. So, oh, so okay. I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at my boy, and I'm like, people care about Gabriel <laughs> and somebody's dating preferences, bro, are you serious? And he's just like, I didn't think so. And I had to Google shit. I didn't find shit. Anyway, that anybody cared about Gabriel's or about this? and I was like, why are we talking about this? Is it's it because we're we just, we just, we just picking any dark skinned girl. And I okay, like, I know no disrespect to Gabrielle Cinema, but I it is it's gonna be disrespect to Gabriel Cinema, but it's just like, I don't know any guys, I don't know any niggas who is out here like, man, you know what ruined my day, Gabriel Cinema, white <laughs> guy, nobody cares, bro. First of all, first of all, I just want to explain this, most black men. Don't care about interracial dating. I'm going to be dead honest about that. The only Black men I know who care about interracial dating are, like, the hoteps, the, like, we all came from kings and queens and we're Jews. Like, them niggas care about interracial dating. But, like, besides those, like, overly Afrocentric, I got my chakras ready, besides them niggas, no, but Black guys don't really care about that. It's the same exact way how, like, the light skin and dark skin issue does not exist between Black men. Black men are not here arguing with dark-skinned black men are not arguing with light-skinned black men about who's better and who gets more attention and who doesn't. But I understand the reason for that is because the beauty preferences of society are put on women. So I don't want to negate that in any way. Exactly. But when it comes to Gabrielle Cinnabelle, no niggas gave a fuck, bro. I'm being dead honest with you. I'm being honest. I I don't care. Cancel me. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. But like, nobody cares. Gabrielle Cinebay sadly has been a running joke on black Twitter by both black and by both black men and black woman for years. So it's like, why would we give a shit that Gabriel Cinebay is dating a man who's like the weight of her leg? Why do we care about this? Like, why does this all matter? And it's just like, like she's dating Spider-Man. I, I get it, but it's like, nobody cares. And the way that like, mind you, I'm not mad at Gabri Cinebay for saying like, I got engaged. It's like, yeah, if you get engaged, I think that was the whole thing. She got engaged, right? So it's like, so it's like if know. you getting if you get engaged, you should put that on social media. I think that's a beautiful thing. I'm mad at, like, the... Because it's not her fault at all. I'm mad it's at not. the Black people. I'm mad at the Black people who are living in their own bitterness who used Gabrielle Cinebay's engagement announcement
0: yeah.
1: as an entire plot of, to prove how dark-skinned women are somehow this. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That's what I wanted to talk about. Now I know what I don't want to talk about. So I was like, so I was like, what? Like, why do you guys and I think that was the part that annoyed me the whole entire fucking podcast? Yeah. And I just sat there and I wanted to say what I wanted to say, but I'm like, as soon as I say it, I know I'm gonna be put into a trap. So I just didn't say shit. And lo and behold, this is what I was gonna mention. Um shit. I, what's her name? Oh my god. There's a um, oh let me get her name. Who? Again, I don't listen to these shit ass artists, but oh, these new artists. I don't know, but there's an artist um, that came out and she put out a song called He Want uh, Danny Lay. Okay, so Danny Lay,
0: who's
1: that? Is, I don't fucking, I sent it oh. to you, but I don't know who the fuck this girl is going. Oh, you mean Danny, the girl with the
0: canary? Oh, okay, yeah, about yeah, that.
1: yeah. Danny Lay is an artist who put out a song called Yellow. I don't know if the song's called Yellow Bone. Yeah, the song's called Yellow Bone. The song's called Yellow Bone, which is a phrase that Black people in America use, subscribe, lights can people, whatever the fuck, right? We have the similar shit in the Caribbean. She look red, right. similar shit, so whatever. So, okay, with a song called Yellow Bone, and in the chorus of the song, she is saying, "Um, he want a yellow bone, he want a yellow bone. Like, the song is shit, the song is trash. But like, like, like it sounds very monotone, she can't sing, that's why I'm saying it's trash, but it's just like, she wanted a yellow bone she wanted that's that's how it kind of i don't i don't have the cadence, right but that's how the fuck goes right and basically she got anarchy on social media for this because people said that it was colorism and i listened to it and i listened to the opinions of people i was listening to it like on the breakfast club on the different platforms and i was just kind of like i don't get how this is colorism she didn't say light skin was better than dark skin she didn't say that she did not say any of that. She just said, this nigga want a yellow bone. Like, I, I don't see the issue because I'm like, there's been songs where women have talked about the fact that a man wanted them because they were chocolate or because they were dark skin or because they were, you know what I mean? You got, you got mm-hmm. Brown Skin by India Reid. You got tons of these songs where it's just like, yeah, Brown Skin was literally a song about the man loving her for her brown skin. It's in the chorus. Like, I Am Not My Hair was a different song, but Brown Skin was a song about, he loved me for my brown skin. Like that was the whole thing, shout out to Jay Dilla. And so it's just like, and I've said this before, I feel like some people want equality and the bullshit to stop, and some people want revenge. And I feel like a lot of this culture is the people who want revenge. And and I've said this to you before, I feel like when it comes to the colorism issue between black women, because it is a black woman issue, I feel I feel like there are some dark skinned girls who are like and some light skinned girls who are like you know what like let's come together and let's just celebrate both of us. And then there are some dark skinned girls who are like no 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 we need 10 years on top and we need 10 years of youth to be oppressed and then maybe then we'll think about it, right? Because I'm like if we're celebrating music where people are talking about their dark chocolate skin and how lovely it is and da 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 then why can't we celebrate music about a black woman talking about her her light skin or and how lovely that is? So like are you telling me that like we can have dolls and all this stuff for young dark skin girls to feel good? What about the young light skinned girls? What, what, what about the young light skin girl who's in high school and she actually liked the song? Cause she's like, oh, okay, he liked my light skin. I didn't know he could like my light skin. And like, she, she now feels pride in her skin, right? Not superiority, mm-hmm. but just pride. And now everyone's bashing her and she's like, oh, I, I'm not supposed to like this. Okay. But because the dark skin songs are specifically talking about dark skin, they're not talking about black skin together. Like Beyonce, the one Beyonce did with her daughter, that's talking about black girls as a whole, brown skin girl. That's talking about, yeah. It. But the dark skin songs are specifically talking about dark skin. So you're telling me that the little light skin girls aren't allowed to have a song that they can celebrate their, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. so like they, they, because it's gonna be hard. Like, if there was a song about strictly light skin, it would be hard for me to latch on as a dark skinned person to that song, as much as you may feel that song maybe including me, it's not. So it's just like, and I and that's why it's it's this conundrum. But how do you feel?
0: I never listened to the song. Like I listened to what you said about, about it. None of us to the fucking song. Trash. And honestly, like I just I <laughs> so when you sent it to me, the first thing it I it shouldn't be read mad. The, the song comments. is trash. I the first thing I did was read the comments, and all the comments were full about about it being about colorism. And then people pointing out that she's not actually black, and that she's he using goes the to term. His shit. Yeah, <laughs> he goes his using the t- like yeah. the term that she's using <laughs> Good incorrectly.
1: Yeah, they said she wasn't black because she was Dominican, but then, yeah. but then they're always trying to tell Dominicans to accept their
0: blackness. But apparently she said that Different she's Dominican. People. But apparently 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 someone said that she said that she is Dominican and she is black. Apparently she's made a statement saying that she is she's Dominican like, she's and like,
1: she's black. Like, she I think it's Dominican and like Jamaican, but that's all not I know black is that she people,
0: apparently the so girl apparently know. this girl said that she is Dominican and she is black and like leave her the yeah, hell alone. Like whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. Honestly, if you want to have a song that is about you know being proud of of what you look like, I don't see. An issue with it. Yeah, like, but
1: as long as you're not putting down another
0: in the, exactly group of
1: people while you while you're singing it, the
0: song, exactly, fine. it shouldn't matter. Listen, you, so, I don't so really what, understand if, what the if, point of this. You know, so this what, controversy if, uh, if, uh, is going to uh, die, like in like if, uh, a few days.
1: Like, 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 are we acting like, I'm just going into a different culture, right? But are we acting yeah. like there weren't songs about blondes just want to have fun? Like, yeah. does that mean that redheads can't enjoy this shit? Because gingers are oppressed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure there could be a ginger joint. And gingers are like, yeah, this is my shit. Real ginger shit. So it's like, I don't get why. Listen, this is the shit I want It's to
0: emphasis stop. being put on the I wrong think.
1: thing. I want to stop. This is it. This is the shit oh. I'm talking
0: about. Because you're talking about this, because you mentioned about dating and like Gabby said, this has nothing to do with her. But I was on Twitter last night, and as I was scrolling, I scrolled across a video of Michael B. Jordan and Lori or whatever her name is, Lori Harvey. Oh, you know, they're on like a hold on, on. hold (laughs) on, let me finish. They're on a yacht. (laughs) Let me just finish. Good for them. They're on a yacht. Hold on, hold on. They're on on a yacht, and she was like Instagram videoing or some some nonsense. And the video is like, she's doing it. And like, he comes over to her and he says something to her that you can't hear because they're on a, they're on a boat. Dude. And like, he like kisses her, like on the cheek, like rapidly, like doing that.
1: Yeah, let me do what he got to do. And That's I was like, okay, woman. so
0: then, yeah. so then, no, no, no. The reason I saw this, video, I said, there's going to be comments in here and I want to see them scroll down. This one girl posted, it says, is no one else going to say about how, how weird this is? I'm like, what is she talking about? So I clicked on the replies because I was like, wait, what do you, cause I couldn't, I didn't understand the context. So then I click on <sighs> it and it goes start. down and then she's like, it, it, and by the way, the comment was being made by a black woman and she goes, is no one well, going to talk about, hold on. She's like, is no one else going to talk about the fact that he's 10 years well, older than her and she's a child?
1: That he's 10 years. Wasn't she just dating Diddy before? Yes. Hold on. Dating, I'm not done. Like, I'm not, not done.
0: Guy, I'm not done. So they said, is no one going to talk about the fact that he's 10 years older than her and she's a child, not to mention she decides to don't date Don't all of you who- date older
1: men? Hold don't on, you will you
0: let me finish? Because then you need to hear the whole thing. So then she says, not to mention she dated Future and Diddy, and she said these people could be your daddy. So she has like a huge issue with the fact that Lori, Lori, I can't, is it Lori Harvey? That Lori Harvey is yeah, dating somebody she, who's 10 she, years older than she her. She
1: doesn't connect with her dad. Steve Harvey is not a real dad. She has daddy issues. That's, that's pretty impressive.
0: So, so, so what this woman was saying was, is no one going to point out the fact that he's dating somebody who's a kid in comparison to him? And that whole... Like you said, she has daddy issues, right? So the, her next point was, it is obvious that this girl has daddy issues and is dating the de- picking poor choices in men who are significantly older than her instead of dealing with her issues. So this black woman is upset that Lori Harvey okay. has a tendency of dating people who could either be her father or are way okay. too old because she's saying a, she's, a, like, a, a, a possi- she's like what could they possibly what could they possibly have in common with such a huge a, g- g- gap, like gap in age. I- and okay. then she started saying why would michael b jordan want to date somebody who is so significantly younger than him okay. and okay. maybe doesn't have okay. the same life experience okay. then okay. the comments now, below oh, oh, that shit, there's
1: more
0: oh, there's more Then the comments below that some people are like oh she could date whoever she wants and the girl kept saying she's like that's not what this is she was just like you're gonna tell me that you think it's okay that she dated future she dated diddy and she dated michael b jordan she's like look how old these men are she's like that is a problem okay okay, okay. I, I actually didn't expect that i thought she was gonna be something completely different i didn't expect and i was I like listen um, i don't even i didn't really know who Lori harvey was let's just get that out there first um i don't really know I'm, who she was all I'm, i know is that she's like an attractive person who has very smooth skin
1: <laughs> i'm not i'm not mad at anything that this woman said it's it's all true i don't think there's anything that's not true in anything that she said and i've said many times that like I don't understand people who date people extremely older than them or extremely younger than them. And I've said it many times, like men who date women who are extremely younger. I'm not talking about like two, three years or something. I'm talking about like a whole decade. Okay, which is because it's because that man either can't get women his own age. So he dates a younger woman because she's she's impressed by the things that he has. But a woman his own age is not or it's the fact that that man likes some sense of control over a younger woman whether it's financial or having more experience or more knowledge mm-hmm. and it's a way to like mold that woman i remember when i was in the mall then guys were like oh you got to get them when they're young so you can train them on some r kelly shit i saw a lot of r kelly shit that's growing creepy. up and that's why i'm like everyone's mad at r kelly but are you mad at the r kelly's in your own community when i was in high school you know how many girls i was in high school were dating niggas who were like 30 and we just thought that was normal the niggas would pull up in their cars and pick up the 16 year old girl none of us said anything but that's a whole other topic but so i'm not disagreeing with anything she's saying i agree with everything she's saying it's actually true um she's right my thing is and this is always my issue when it comes to conversations in like hip-hop culture right because mm-hmm. it's a hip-hop culture conversation my thing is okay you're right now are we doing this across the board because I hate when Fair. people have these arguments because it's the same thing I said about who is black, right, like to pick and mm-hmm. choose, right? You're a black, but you're mm-hmm. not, right? So, okay, are we doing this to Jay-Z and Beyonce? That's a whole decade. Yeah, it is. No, we're not doing this to Jay-Z and Beyonce? No, we're not doing it, we're not doing it. I'm going to go down the list? Like, I can go down the list. It's like so many. Did we do this to Kimora Lee and Russell Simmons? That was more than a decade. Nope, didn't do it there. No, nope, no, nope, didn't do it there. Okay, so we 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 are uh, we, we got to keep going, right? So but no, I agree with you. I was agree. surprised I agree. that she even said anything. I I agree that Lori Harvey probably has daddy issues. I like, wouldn't, of course, and I agree that her mother is like overly ambitious. Like the moment her mother was able to get, the moment Adam was also able to get Steve because Steve more wanted her, but the moment that her and Steve got together, she changed those kids' names. Like it was quick. It Was like you guys are all Harveys now. No more with your drug dealer daddies. But at the same time, it's like my only critique with Lori Harvey just being petty was the fact that like she's doing what her mother does. She's just dating rich men. Lori Harvey doesn't have a job. Her mother, that's actually
0: what the girl said in the comment. She's like, this girl is just emulating oh, oh, to date rich men who are significantly that, older. And she was saying that it's unhealthy because she even said, she's like, what is it that Lori Harvey does other than be pretty?
1: Lori Harvey, listen, this is, this is, but this is, this is the culture we've created. We've created, we've brought my mind we didn't create this. We've mm-hmm. always had this culture of women who dated mm-hmm. for money because they couldn't work. But now I would say in the past, I would say the moment that like the reality TV era of women doing that came out, like desperate housewives and all this type of shit. Like Mm -hmm. in the past, like I would say 20 years, we've Mm -hmm. developed this culture of celebrating women who literally do nothing but date rich men. I think that's the difference. I think back in the nineties and eighties, we never celebrated that. You know what I mean? Like the women who were dating the celebrities were models or they were porn stars, they had some sort of job, but or they were other actresses or just whatever. We have now celebrated housewife. We have now celebrated women. We have Love and Hip Hop, which is a whole TV show about women who either dated, were married to, or somehow connected to a man who has money. We've celebrated this shit. And from what I understand about Lori Harvey, as I said before, Lori Harvey dated like some gunmen back in the day. And I think the gunman is the father of some of her children or most of her children. I don't know how many baby daddies she has, but she was dating. Wait, Lori Harvey
0: has the same name as her mom? Sorry, not Lori Harvey. Her mom. Her mom. Sorry. Oh, her sorry, mom. Cause you, cause her
1: you mom. No, no, no. Sorry, okay. sorry. Her mom was dating gunmen back in the day. That's what it was. Okay. And I know this story because Steve Harvey tells it all the time. Steve Harvey tells how when he first met her, she was dating some gunman in Atlanta, wherever she was living. And Steve Harvey wanted. Her name to is
0: Marjorie, by
1: the way. Marjorie, yes. And Steve Harvey wanted to date her, and this was like the early two thousands when Steve was doing the 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 um. The, the the family movies. That's when Steve Harvey was big. Steve Harvey's show was just done. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kings of Comedy was kind of ending and he was doing the movies with Cedric Are We There Yet? and shit like that. And she yeah. told Steve Harvey he doesn't have enough money. I was like, okay. And she decided to stay where she was. But then when her man went to jail, she went to Steve Harvey's show. You know, she knew his ass was thirsty. And Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey was married at the time and He finally got the girl he always wanted and cheated on his wife, and then made the mistress the wife, and then fathered all of the kids. See why he's the ultimate Captain Sabahov? And we also live in a we live in sim culture. Like the fact that there are so many people that have OnlyFans. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The fact that there are so many guys who subscribe to OnlyFans when there is yeah porn. We live in a sim culture, but. So the sim culture does match with the saving culture. They both go together. But so basically, yeah, Steve Harvey saved her. And the way Steve Harvey tells it is like, I have to get my money up to be with her. And I'm like, but what does she have? And Steve Harvey has said many times, my wife has never worked. Her hands don't touch work. She's never worked a day in her life. She's never worked. So it's like Marjorie used her beauty to make a career out of just dating rich men until she found one that, you know, wifed her and kept her as long as she keeps her mouth shut and does what she Mm -hmm. has to do in the relationship. You know what I mean? And so therefore, I would assume that her daughter would do the same thing, especially when the daughter sees how successful it's worked out for the mother dating millionaire, Steve Harvey, who now does like, you know, Miss America and Family Feud and Think Like a Man. Because I think it was Think Like a Man around that era when she met him. So like, I understand why she does that, right? You're taught these things, as I always say. As I said before, these women will slowly die off. So it's fine. But yeah, Lori Harvey just does what her mom does. Dates rich niggas.
0: That's what her mom does. And it's just yeah. when you said that, I remember that. And I was like, oh, because of what this woman was saying online. Does. And But there was a lot of people defending her relationship, obviously, saying like, why does it matter? Why, why do, you, like, why do just, we care? But then the girl just, said, I, she, the, woman, the woman who was commenting commented back to a lot of these people. And she said, it's not about caring about her. She's like, it's just the image. She was just like, this whole thing. But Beyonce um, and Jay-Z have the same image. Right. But remember, this is this is like a random person that someone retweeted. So I don't know what their tweet history is or if they've had these comments before in the past. But all I'm stating is, is the fact that she is trying to say she's like she literally says we need to stop this whole idea of someone being like 20 dating somebody who's like 35 or 40. I agree with her. She's like it's not she's like she doesn't make any sense to her. And when you look, when I looked at her photo, she looks like she's probably around our age, or like in closer in her mid thirties. Where she's like, I just mm-hmm. don't understand. I don't understand it. And she even said, like, I don't really understand. She said, if it is a completely physical attraction, she said, yes, Laura Harvey is beautiful and has a great body. She was just like, if that is what he is attracted to, then I get it. She was like, she's 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 but a beautiful this girl, is, this but. Is- Like, she was like, I just don't. And then she said, she's like, I'm pretty sure that Michael B could actually date somebody who is on the same intellectual level as him and has success because she pretty much said she was like, what is Lori Harvey bringing to the relationship? Hold on, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, because I'm just a lot of a lot of a lot of people are doing this where they're saying that, like, Michael B. Jordan could do better, but. Does Michael B. Jordan want to do better? Because it seems like right, no, no I'm going to get to that. So people need to stop saying that because right. Michael B. Jordan chose her. So I'm going to get so to it. And she's saying, I think better. that
0: she she, she he's, she's trying to say she was like, he could do better. But then she said, but at the end of the day, this is a person that he has already chosen. Her biggest, th- her biggest issue is the fact she's like, honestly, I don't know why somebody would want to date somebody like that. She's like, I just don't get it. She's like, when I was 24, I would have nothing in common with somebody who's in their 30s.
1: I think I think, like I said, this is about how you're raised. This is all. Yeah, about but Michael B. Jordan you're... also
0: is the biggest thirst trap in the industry. He is, and so like
1: he is he is he is but this is first of all I how think, many photos I think can people, you
0: post of you looking like you're glistening like i don't
1: first of all i think people put too way too much stock in celebrities they're regular people and mm-hmm. i think black people put way too much stock into black celebrities the way these people Obviously. are acting like it's the next coming of jay-z and beyonce like that was supposed to be a coming in itself like you it's all over social media because right? pulled it up these, so people, I can read it these people live their whole lives like i love i love when the memes are like y'all spend money on Beyonce's whatever, but y'all don't spend money on your own friend's stuff. Or or, or y- y'all say happy birthday to Beyonce, but won't say happy birthday to somebody on Facebook you knew from high school. It's like the stupidest thing, All right? True. So it's like, people invest too much time and energy into celebrities, but with that being said, of course I'm entertained as fuckery. Um, yes, I think that what the woman is saying is it's right. Like, the whole thing is right. I have said this my entire life. I think the reason why you have this is because our culture is like this we have a patriarchal culture and i've said this a million times a patriarchal culture which literally like it grows women up to date for security it grows men up to think that they have to build empires but it grows women up to date the men that build those empires so when you put this culture together and it's been like this forever and then and then you have steve harvey and other people telling you this what you should do and then you have if you have a mother that raised you to date for security because she did it for security, then you get it, right? But, and this is why you have women at a young age who will date older men. Some of them have daddy issues, yes. I always said there's two types of girls that date, that date like this. You either have the girl who like, she like, like, you either have the girl who was raised with, as I said, a single bitter mother. And the mm-hmm. mother every day is just like, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit. And like telling her all the traumatic things that happened to her. And this girl internalized it. And those are those girls I said who are like 12 years old talking about niggas ain't shit, ain't they no niggas. <laughs> and then, and then right. they get older and that same mom told them, date somebody who can take care of you. Date somebody who can, who, who can finance you. Date somebody who can take care of you. Date for security. She never told her to date for love. So when she's younger, she dates the drug dealers because they're the ones in schools who have money more than the niggas working at McDonald's. Then she gets older and she dates the drug dealers because they got the bottles in the club. And then if she doesn't get pregnant by the drug dealers and she gets tired of that, that, that hood life, then she goes and dates the old men. Either, we have a whole sugar daddy culture now that has existed. She dates the old, old men, the married men, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then when she gets to 30 and she's no longer looking young and beautiful, and then when she gets to 30, I'm not saying people don't look this way at 30, clearly mm-hmm. um, from this standpoint. I know people love these days, but I'm saying when she gets to that age where, because these guys want young girls, right? So when she gets to that age, if she doesn't get pregnant or get wifed up by any of these rich men, then all she has left is all the memories and all the gifts. And then she has to go back to her life. And now she's miserable, the fact that she can't find a man, but all the men her age, she's never tried to talk to. So she has nothing in common with them because she's been dating rich guys her whole life. So she doesn't even know how to conversate with the men her own age that are in her own actual tax bracket and now she's just single and she's 45 on facebook talking about men ain't shit because of the decision she's made and all the other girls that didn't do that who were just normal who dated guys their own age are married and shit right so it's like that won't happen to lori arvey because she's rich so she's not gonna be broke on facebook complaining right it doesn't matter for her she's rich it's not gonna happen to her she was born well not born wealthy but she is wealthy so it's not gonna happen. she
0: got she got adopted by a wealthy man yeah but like
1: this is the life right so at the end of the at the end of the day it's like we have developed this culture so if this girl's asking why do women do this because it's in the culture have you listened to hip-hop songs for since like the 90s it's telling you like don't date no broke niggas scrubs was telling you don't date a broke nigga uh bugaboo was telling you don't date a broke nigga bills 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 can you pay my bills can you pay my telephone bills pay my automobiles if you can then we can chill so it's like all of these things and then you have like male hip-hop that's telling you i'm gonna take care of you so like we have developed this culture so it doesn't shock me that lori harvey or some other girls out there when i was in high school and i went to high school from 03 to 07 okay there was girls when I was in high school who didn't want to date any of the guys in our high school because we were too broke, even though they had no jobs. And they were dating guys who were in college or guys who were, like I said, 30. When I was in college, there was girls dating niggas who were married, who were 35, who were spending their family money on the young girl. Like, this has always been a thing. So it's like, I think it's a two-way streak. hmm Older men have to stop using finances to prey on a young woman. I can pay your bills, I can pay your cell phone, I can do whatever. When I was in high school, there would be guys, I was in the mall, I was in the mall and there'd be dudes coming up to young girls, dudes who were like 25, going to a 16 year old girl saying, I'll pay your cell phone bill, I'll buy you a cell phone, either one. And the fact that you're 16 year old got a cell phone and you're a parent and you don't know where it's from, you should probably check that shit out. So that's your fault. But what I'm saying is, older men have to stop preying on young girls with money and we have to stop raising women to date for security and we have to start raising women to build their own wealth some people are raised like this but some women are not so we have to start raising those women to build their own wealth and stop dating for security and then these two things Mm -hmm. will no longer happen but if we if we keep raising women to date for security and then then like as long as there's women who date for security there will always be older men who have the security they want, and their exchange is the sex, right? So that and that will right. always be a thing, yeah. So it's like this ain't nothing new. if You're mad at Lloyd Harvey. You should be mad at the women in your own area who are dating men who are 20 years older than them, because Lloyd Harvey ain't the only one. Turn on Instagram. There's tons. So it's really? like you should be. You know, what I'm trying to say, like, no, remember, I'm me, you, yeah. remember me and you were in that um that black Toronto group. Yeah, and. There was a bunch of people in the group that were talking about the fact that they bought homes in like their twenties, and we were like, yeah. "How the hell?" So we went. To, so like, I think the post was about if you bought a home before thirty, tell us the story, or before twenty-five, yeah. whatever. Tell the story, and these people were like, "Yeah, I bought it because because I worked hard," and then you literally click on their Facebook picture and you go to their profile, and it's some young girl. Mm -hmm. and then like her man is like some 50 year old white guy and you're sitting there and you're like okay i get it so like it is what it is man it just it is what it is it is what it is yeah outside of i don't listen when it comes to loy harvey man i um i wish her the best she's following in the footsteps of her mother um i i feel bad because i i don't feel bad for loy harvey because she's already been trained like that nothing i'm gonna say is gonna change her but I feel bad because I know there's a whole bunch of women who are looking at the success of a Lori Harvey or yeah, like women like exactly that what's and thinking, I can do it too. So I yeah. think that's the fucked up part. And then as I said, I'm a little older now, so I'll let you know what's going to happen. These women are going to be 30 or 35, 40, still single, still looking for rich dick and still complaining. There's not enough men in the 1% to go around for all of you. It just is what it is, right? So... It, it's not gonna work out. It works out for one or two, and even them, they're bitter in their relationships because they're used to the money now. Now they just hate themselves. So, listen, man. Eventually, like I said, this shit gonna die out, anyways, right? Evolution gonna kill you all off. Anyways, so it don't matter. Uh, but now, nah, with that being said, um, yeah, we back. Uh, we back with some consistency. We got the merch. Shout out to Z and Z's Closet. We're gonna tag it and everywhere we post this shit. And um. Yeah, let's, we'll see you in the
0: next one. Yeah,
1: let's get into a new era of awkward and black. Let's do it. We'll see you in the next one, guys.
0: <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.